0: To arrest all mimics. My name is Ben Tallon. This is the Creative Innovation Podcast. Thank you for listening. How are you doing? I hope you're all good, everyone. What are you all been up to? Are you staying creative? Are you staying fresh? Are you keeping the sweats at bay? It's been pretty hot, pretty muggy uh, here in the UK. And we've got the World Cup coming up, so it would be very rude not to find out exactly what's going on with the weird World Cup project with the fantastic Gordon Reed of Middle Boop and Callum Stevenson um they're going to be joining me very shortly to talk about all things bizarre design visual communication and fashion in the world cup over the years so we're going to get into all that good stuff and you're going to find out about the project very very soon so thank you again for joining i hope you've been listening recently to recent episodes with dowinda bansal the third installment in the trilogy uh collaboration with the national festival of making I hope you got on the GDPR episode. It sounds boring, but you know what? It's really not, because Sylvia Baumgart was fantastic, and she articulated all of this nasty data law stuff that we actually all need to know fantastically well, very clear, and actually made it something close to fun. I'd go as far as to say it was fun. I had a great time talking to Sylvia, and I felt a lot better about What spreadsheets I've got on my hard drive Whose email I've got Whose phone number And why I'm not going to be dragged out my front door And have my ass smacked in the courts of law And fined with a big FD fine That wouldn't be very good, would it? Especially when I'm freelance, because I don't have anything to give them. So there you go. (laughs) So all that good stuff going on, go back and check out the archives, as ever, on Apple Podcasts. Uh, Do drop us a little review, please. A little review wouldn't go amiss if you're a fan of the show, if you like what we're doing, if you want to support the creative industries, because that's what I'm trying to do with this show, for you guys, with the rest, on the mix. Um, Without further ado, just a quick thank you to the regular sponsors, illustrationweb.com, representing... A huge range of fantastically talented illustrators, animators, lettering specialists, fashion illustrators, large-scale mural artists, um, animators, gift makers, it's all going on. they have got a real spread of interesting and talented people working worldwide with all these clients. You can go and look at the news section, find out the backstory to all of those projects that's going on. Uh, and they've been supporting this show since the very beginning, they helped me get it off the ground. It was Harry the MD's initial idea, it came to me in the chat, and... Here we are today, all these episodes in, uh, two and a half years down the road, and here we are, going strong. Um, I got asked recently, actually, about agencies and the relationship and, you know, how do they feel about the fact that I do writing and I do all this other stuff going around running my mouth at universities. And actually, the relationship I have with my agency is an, it's wonderful. They really respect the fact that we are artists and we need to do the other stuff to stay fresh, to stay inspired, the personal projects that we all know are so important, And they only encourage it. So it's awesome. You would, you know, there's the fear that they're going to be like, what are you doing? You know, you should just be doing solid illustration. But I think in any art form, you've got to feed it with other disciplines, other inspirations, just life. You know, it's not separate from that. I know it's a job, but it kind of melds into general life and they bounce off one another. So on that basis, I just wanted to say it's, uh, you know, it's a joy to have these guys around. And I really do respect and love the support they've given me since day one to help me build this thing because it was never the plan to go this many episodes to have. There's many interesting people on it, so I'm going to leave that on there. But just a thank you, and you go and check them out over at illustrationweb.com because they really do give a shit, and they really care about the creative industry, about the arts, and they do a lot of great work to support intellectual property rights. And, you know, I think there's this idea that some agencies might be at loggerheads at the competition, and in some respects, maybe there's a healthy competition for sure, uh, and I think that's a good thing for any industry. But actually, having just been down to the World Illustration Awards, which I'll talk about in a moment, uh, to see them all getting along and having a glass of wine and having a chat and, you know, just discussing what's going on in the industry and, and working with the Association of Illustrators and the Society of Artists Agents and the Directory of Illustration in the States. It's, it's really important, I think, to galvanise, um, you know, the creative industry so that we all get a good deal out of it. So that's just a few words and a few thoughts on that. Um, heartinternet.co.uk came along not too long afterwards and also took a massive leap of faith after I had a chat with Nick Leach, who was on... Um, I I think it's episode forty, but go back and check in the archives, talking about the internet and, and social media, and you know uh, SEO and all that good stuff to get yourself represented better. And Heart also, you know, they took a pun. I, I was running my mouth; I hadn't been trained all this stuff. And they came along, and, and, and they're still here today. And, and the show's growing all the time. Thank you to you guys. Thank you to the regular listeners. Please do spread the word and go and check out those guys over at HeartInternet.co.uk. And I just wanted to say, um, on that basis, with the digital tips that these guys provide. Having been down to the, the the awesome World Illustration Awards at Somerset House in London uh, just last night, as I record this, actually, I was wowed um, by the sheer impact and quality and range uh, and diversity of the work on show, which I'm going to talk about shortly. But um, the way it was, you know, with the way people get down there and share that work, and they don't just share their own work. To share everyone's work, and and I think there's a real love of creativity in in most industries, especially in illustration, what I've spent most of my career in. And I'll speak on behalf of I feel most people. I love just to share a great jacket, a great film poster, uh, a beautiful spread in a magazine. It doesn't really matter what it is, what the context or what the job is, but I'm just. Fired up when I see something good, see a good job, a great idea, um, a a great project in a cool place. I think it's wonderful. Um, I saw Stevie G win three awards at the event and I wasn't aware of his work actually before this. um, But I was blown away by it. It's incredibly playful, it's incredibly irreverent, fun, um, bright colours, interesting characters. And to see that plastered over. Advertising campaigns such as Adidas, packaging for Stella McCartney, sweeping these awards and and richly deservedly so, um, it gave me a rocket up my ass, for want of a better phrase, because I feel I've 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 fallen back into that age old trap even now almost ten years into my career of of kind of working the wrong way around and thinking, okay, what, what don't I have in my portfolio? What do I need to show in there? You know, Have I got a kettle in there? Have I got a, a car in there? And okay, I haven't gone that literal because I believe in, you know, you have to do it for you and you have to do it from the heart. But I'd certainly taken my foot off the gas in terms of exploring this weird mind that I've got and, and the ideas that I get on a daily basis. So seeing Stevie's work and seeing a number of other pieces that I saw down there at the awards, it kind of slapped my legs and reminded me that you need to do this for you first and foremost and if you're passionate no matter how weird how bizarre then people connect with that because it's authentic and there's something to be said in this in this world where we're bombarded with information all over social media about authenticity and Stevie's work screamed in my face and to see it there with Luis Suarez on the video screen with Lionel Messi all these footballing greats uh, Roberto Firmino and such a fun advertising campaign for Adidas just it made me go okay cool, it's time to get the shackles off again, it's time to let, let rip and start to explore the bizarre and the beautiful and the things that appeal to me, so that's what's going to happen next, so I'm looking forward to seeing where I go and I'm very excited about getting back on the desk and, and really getting stuck into my drawing and, and pushing things forward, so on that basis um, you know, love was spread, people shared a lot of, a, a lot of images and, and, and agents were crossing over to compliment one another and everyone was very appreciative and excited about where the industry's going and I think it's a wonderful thing, so you know, taking that back to a digital tip, I think it's brilliant. I think we should share that stuff, and I should. Be, I think we should help each other out and cross it and put it all out there. You know, I think holding stuff back and kind of feeling like you're helping someone else out, I think it's a false economy, and we can only ever help each other. Yeah, fair enough. You're not going to go and champion the guy who's got the style that's only a couple of steps away from yours and shoot yourself in the foot. But on the other end of the scale, I think we can all work together a bit more and, and be, uh, you know, be, be 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 great about that. So. That is a, a quite a slightly long extended tip, so I apologise for that, but that is courtesy of heartinternet.co.uk. And of course, um, you know, the, the chief organisers of the exhibition, the Association of Illustrators, knocked the ball at the park this year. So massive congratulations um to those guys. Big congrats to Ren, who I've not seen in a while, and it was wonderful to see, and who's done a a wonderful job. She's been a big champion of this podcast. She got straight onto me when she took over at the AOI and I think she's done a sterling job. Continues to do so with warmth, with humility, with passion, and a different approach coming from different industries. So, big congrats to Rent if she's if she's listening, um, and all the guys at the AY because they killed it. Um, they even gave me a, a little, a lovely Perspex box on a plinth to put my Dr Martins boots in, which um, I got shortlisted, which was very exciting. But you know what I also will say? I came out of there thinking I, uh, I, I had my ass smacked tonight. I did not deserve to be a winner, and I'm fully aware of that. And seeing all that great stuff, I, I applauded every single winner, at knowing that they'd earned that spot. And and it was incredible, and the level and the standard of competition was once upon a time, it would have been intimidating and it would have knocked me for six. But actually, I came away from there so excited and, uh, and knowing what I need to do and knowing that if I ever want to win the damn thing, then i got to raise my game. So that's all I'm going to say on that. So thank you to the AOI for that and a wonderful night. And you really should go down and see it. It's free. It's on until June 20th down at Somerset House in London. And it really is worth making a trip and going out of your way. So there you go. Thank you very much. Quick shout out to Real Junk Food Manchester who uh, worked with the pod recently for the first video podcast with LGB Studio. And that's enough banging on about all the stuff. Uh, drop us a little review on the iTunes. Cheers. Share your thoughts on social media on the show at Arrest All Mimics on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Um, so the show Weird Will Cup. So episode thirty nine, going back some, I had middle boots Gordon Reed uh, on the show, designer working across a lot of different mediums, working with the likes of Sachi uh, He's a top line. He's a, a very fun guy. Uh, we became friends when I was living in London through a DNA con- con- uh, connection. Actually, we did some judging together down at the DNA D Awards, uh, and we did a talk too. And he's a wonderful guy. So we got in touch over a week, and he said. We're doing a project, we're putting weird World Cup moments on beer mats. We're going to distribute them around pubs and we're going to sell them as packs of 20. And you will be one of a number of design studios involved if you want to get involved. And we're going to sell them. And the proceeds go to Football Beyond Borders. So I'm not going to sit here and bang the drum about Football Beyond Borders because they're fantastic. And you'll hear why on the episode. But I was in and... Uh, you'll hear about the moment that I chose. We'll get into all that good stuff, and it was all about pulling the weird moments, not the the big moments, the, the often talked about stuff, but the weird, the, the, the bizarre, the the, the odd things that no one predicts about the World Cup. And you're going to hear about you know who's in, why, what they've produced, what football beyond borders is, and we're going to get into all the good stuff about the visual side of the World Cup, from the kits to the the logos, the branding, the um, the moments, you know, and just the oddities. So please get us your contributions over. Go and buy a pack of them. and support of a frigging awesome charity, Football Beyond Borders. They're awesome. Go and see what they're doing. They're all over social media. Their website is great. It's a great community project. And head over now, please, to weirdworldcup.com and buy your pack. Five quid for 20 beer designed by prominent designers and illustrators. I feel honoured to be a part of that. I'm not sure I would quite class myself as that, but uh, the other 19 guys put me in great company. Let's put it that way. Um, and you're going to find these things around London in pubs, Um, it's so good and we're going to get deep into all that stuff so go over and buy your pack please it's great value and these things should be treasured Um, so that's about it thanks again to the sponsors uh, association of illustrators heartinternet.co.uk IllustrationWeb.com, real junk food manchester Um, and
1: thank you to Gordon and Callum for coming on board Um, yeah when when we started the bloody uh, the world cup project uh, we went to this pub and I, I was saying to Callum because like, we started talking about football memories and how uh, we should do a project for the World Cup and I was like, oh, Callum, Because <clears throat> Callum's a Liverpool fan I was like, Callum, do you remember? You remember, don't you, when Palace, in the Worthington Cup, when Palace, <laughs> Palace beat Liverpool 2-1 yeah, and then you went on to beat us 5-0 and you were like, he was, he was holding, he was like, yeah, yeah, yeah and you just see him trying to work it out and he's like, it called Gordon, I was two.
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. I, two. I have to look back, but I have to Google anything like I want to know from the past. It's like I just don't I was, it's strange.
1: I'll send you links to that, because uh, my favourite Andres Rubens, a player, a player that Crystal Palace got, and I'm not kidding. So <coughs> our assistant manager at the time got, <laughs> got in touch with the fellow who wrote championship manager who created that game yeah. and he used to go he used to go to the guy from championship manager and go listen mate we've got 700 grand can you find us three players from Latvia that we can just get on the cheap we need a winger we need a defender and that's how we got this Andreas Rubens guy is that right? who the champion, championship great. manager game wow well, there's something champion- to be said about that brilliant isn't it? yeah that's fantastic
2: <laughs> <laughs> just crunching football down to data I was just like, yeah, that's perfect.
1: The brass tacks.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, the conversation we had when that kind of stimulated the whole thing was the Rob Rob Green, those blunders. Oh, the Rob Green blunders. That was the one that was just like, this is like, everyone knows this. And when Rob Green went to kick in, it just kind of like rolled underneath
1: it. (laughs) It was funny because I remember where I was when that happened. It's like it's one of those moments, one of those England moments where you just remember where you were because it was so ridiculous. And I remember saying to my stepdad around, because he'd go, who's this, who's this pricking goal here? Who's this fucking, we're useless, who are we? And I was like, no, no, he's really good. He, <laughs> he plays for Norwich, he's brilliant, Rob Green. Honestly, like, he's, he's going to be the next seaman. He's going to yeah. grow a moustache and a mullet, and he's going <laughs> to. Yeah.
2: And then he's going to get knocked by Ronaldinho. Yeah. <laughs> <Just get up. laughs>
1: Within like 40 minutes he'd, uh, or however long it was, he'd uh, he'd 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 done that. Completely imploded.
2: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) My dad kind of just went outside. He just sort of sat up. He took a walk, did he? I thought, no, he's (laughs) going to go nuts. It's going to go one one way or the other, he's going to go nuts. Or he's just going to kind of do a silent one just sort of disappear. <laughs> and went out to the garden oh, and you never just, see just him sat again. there just looking at the stars for like 10 minutes just thinking like, what is going on because yeah. we do have Those some sort of are awful I've had some shockers yeah really bad like tears kicking walls yeah
0: I remember a friend when we were kids and this is going off tracks. So he's just got club football I think if I remember rightly <coughs> Spurs had knocked Leeds so I was part out of the cup and um, we were so angry we were like 13 and we'd had all the optimism this was our year to win the cup we were doing alright with all the kids coming through got dicked by Spurs by White Hart Lane and um, and I remember we had this like knackered wall outside at the bottom of the street I remember pulling like a really small brick out tossing it across on this like <laughs> the bottom of the street with nothing there and then turning round and his mum stood in the doorway <laughs> and she just went Time find time for you to go home. I think, my love. And I, and as, I, as I shuffled off, I just heard this: "Alex, in. I do not like hooligans." And he got grounded for three weeks, and I never let him live it down. Amazing, amazing. It's like really passive rage. Like the, the timidness with which he threw the stone was unbelievable.
2: And there is something with England with goalies. I don't know what it is, but there is something. Like even, I mean, not well cut, but like Joe Hart, Iceland. at like how long ago that was. Two years ago. Yeah, and that he let one trickle in, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. He
1: was pretty bad that tournament. I mean they were all pretty it's bad. Some tournament.
2: sort of curse, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. No matter how
0: good.
1: Yeah. I Even mean, in
0: that golden era of seaman when when you know they had Nigel Martin couldn't get in the team, he had all these still the Ronaldinho classic. It's just like it's there. It's always there.
1: You're giving yeah. like
0: a backlash for Gordon Banks. We're paying for Gordon Banks now. It's like it's it's like, the Le- it's like the Lehman Brothers collapse. <laughs> <laughs> that's the most random analogy I've ever made. I Make think.
1: sure you keep that in the podcast. That, yeah, We are citing the Lehman Brothers collapse. <laughs> the of British, English goalkeepers.
0: No tangent too far. Right, well I feel like that's a good time to sort of talk about, oh, do you know, how do you two know each other? I know you, have I'm so calm, I know you through his project, what's the story between you two?
1: Well, we we met. I was I was lecturing at Ravensbourne Uni, which is where Callum was going to university at the time, and I was doing some. I was working on their DNA D work because they'd somehow caught wind of the fact at Ravensbourne that I'd been working with DNA D for a little while, which is how we met actually at DNA D, and they asked if I wanted to come in and. Because initially I thought I'll just go in and do a talk, and then they said, "Now we want you to come in and lecture for however many weeks, Um, which I wasn't that into, actually. But then I did it. The first one I did, I thought, actually, I quite quite enjoyed this, because a really, really good group of, 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 I was going to say kids, I don't mean kids, but, you know, good group of students that had really good quality work. And uh, we just stayed in contact, really. You were... I don't know, we got on anyway, didn't we? Yeah, we, um, we just
2: kind of, we were talking about the work, but then it, it would be tangents about football, palace, or you'd be to see a palace game with more kind of like, you know, mates. And then, you know, just kind of like went from there. It was really simple, wasn't it? It was just a couple of sessions and then staying in contact. And then yeah, it's funny how quick time goes. And then you're doing projects together. And it's just like probably been a year since then, which is absolutely crazy. That is a year, isn't so, it? And yeah. That's,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, because Callum had some like, fantastic work, and so I got him in to do a project with me, like an album cover, a while ago, which was, I mean, it was atrocious. Really, it? No other way of saying it. <laughs> it was a tricky project, wasn't yeah. it, to say the least? Which is like exactly. a classic album cover project, really, where just everything's on a knife edge at all points, and. Work. one day you're getting phone calls from the label when everything's going beautifully and, mm-hmm. and they're like we love you know we love the work thanks so much for working with us on it and the next day the you know the band have had a discussion and, and the, you know, the bass player's sister's mother has decided she doesn't like the cover <laughs> and so you, know. you couldn't have summed it better oh I mean you know from working in these things yourself it's just I absolutely hate working in the music industry mm. and I hate it more every project I do and, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm the sucker for going back. I always go back. Yeah, because it's that beautiful canvas in it. On the film. when
0: you've got a clean project with nothing poison in it, it's like oh, yeah. It's yeah, beautiful canvas to work on with all these ideas and yeah, that happens. It's some dickhead with a
1: guitar. I'm I'm in. <laughs> yeah. I'm in a poor budget, a shit brief, and a guitar, and I'm in. There's a full court <laughs> <laughs> I mean, every time. You,
2: you were saying when I think they, it was their first album, right? Yeah, first, their first album. They released a few couple of singles and. And then they were kind of, um, I think it's fair to say, I think they were just kind of freaking out about their first release. that like, kind of stripped it back a bit in terms of like how creative yeah. and fun the artwork was. I That's think. right. Yeah. 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 Which is frustrating, but you know. Yeah. It's classic. No idea. But anyway.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, so it was a baptism of fire for Callum, really, for yeah. the <laughs> your first uh, industry yeah. job. And then we worked on a couple more better projects together. And then we're celebrating, and that's how the World, weird World Cup started, basically. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Nice. I love it. I love the. Um, I love those sort of projects that just come out of some, not necessarily boozy, but a boozy conversation. You know, then it's like you, you have got a stupid idea, and it's that rare one that you remember the next morning, yeah. or still sounds yeah. good, yeah. yeah, yeah. and then you actually do it. And it's, yeah, I love it, because it's just born in a pure place.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, I mean that's, that's exactly it, wasn't it? It, it didn't it took a bit of fleshing out, I think, because obviously we were pissed when we came up with the idea, so <laughs> it was, um, well I was, you might have been sober. I was what? halfway there, yeah. yeah. I'm a lightweight, you see. <laughs> but. but we got there and it was again, it was one of those things where, it, actually it was you that I spoke to first, I, I kind of, I sounded out a few people just to see what, what you thought of the idea because I know obviously you're a massive football fan yeah. and, and you'd probably be into it and then there were a few more people I spoke to at the DNAD festival I just it was one of those things because it was in, in my head I just wanted to sort of see or gauge the reaction yeah. people in the industry what, what they thought yeah. and it, like yourself and uh, there was the David Sheldon Hicks from Territory Studio I was chatting to and someone else and everyone was just like it was they weren't just like, yeah, I'll be up for that. It was like really passionate, yeah. trying to think of the best ideas straight away. And I was like, okay, cool. Well,
0: I was just think it's something that captures a lot of hearts. Not not necessarily on the football basis, but the World Cup has this event with these takeaway moments, but right. also for me, one of the clinches was the BMAT, I just thought I was a beautiful canvas, and I've never done anything for a Yeah. Beer mat. yeah. and I thought, what, what not, in some levels really quite disposable, in terms of a busy pub, and it's just, just get piss wet through, Yeah, yeah. And, and lost under the table, <laughs> or stuck <laughs> in someone's back pocket with the phone number on, but then, that's the beauty of it at the same time, and watching football, you know, is there a better place to watch a football match exactly. than in a busy pub, exactly. you know, and, and like, and and also just the, the weird aspect. If it's weird, I'm usually in. And, it, <laughs> and it's like, yes, you know, when you said that, my head just exploded. I mean, I think the first thing I said that I message you back going, I don't know where it even came from. My first idea was a substitution in a third place playoff.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that was it. I mean, that was my
0: first thought. Yeah, and I thought yeah. I'm going to go that obscure until I remembered K Mark and his dog. Which we'll get onto the, we'll get onto what people are submitted later on in the show. But just what a beautiful, simple. And it's almost it's, you don't have to commit too much to that canvas either. It's yeah. something you can be playful with, right?
1: That's right. Yeah, and I think it, I mean that was it. It was the it was your idea actually for the beer mate. Yeah, I think it, yeah. I think and it, was, it just yeah. it was that spark. I was like, that's brilliant. That because it, yeah, it is like you say, it's throwaway and yeah. everything in this industry is throwaway now. Really, in music and creative, it's it's yesterday's chip paper or whatever mm. the quote is. But so I think with something like that, it's just brilliant. You know, I just love the idea of some pissed-up punter in a pub in like Highbury ripping <laughs> up like and yeah. Wade's work because he's <laughs> pissed off that Nigeria have just smashed one in against England or, or whoever. Really. That's
0: an aspect I didn't think of, but actually, this is really like malleable to what happens in this World Cup. Yeah, yeah. that could become a treasure, a thing of beauty. Mm. Or something you want to vomit on. You're know? <laughs> all in half-coaster.
2: It'd be amazing.
1: Well, this is also why I was trying to get the launch party in for the second England game. So, Because if it was the third and we lost, it would just be such a horrible... That's thing. actually, <laughs> that's
0: actually yeah. perfect. As a, as a seasoned England defeatist, mm. that second game, it's, like, it's the one where you fucked up in the first game and now you've got to salvage it, yeah, and you're up yeah. against Panama right this Panama, Panama. second yeah. game Yeah, everyone's expecting me to dick him and it'll be like one meal with a late Lingard
2: goal uh-huh. you yeah, know 100%, it yeah, like 100% <laughs> yeah yeah and I think I think the you know the kind of the mat, like you said was just like when you think of when you watch a World Cup game think of a moment pub pint mat, especially for like Brits yeah like definitely. That, is what it's, that is what it is yes yeah. just like we thought it was the perfect creative medium to get the artwork out on didn't we really
1: that's it yeah, it could, could be more perfect, really. And, and the more people that have got involved, they've said, Oh, we haven't really done this before. And uh, you kind of think, Oh, maybe they're just like tickling my ass a bit. But then <laughs> when you speak to the printers, and the printers are starting to shit themselves because yeah, they yeah. haven't dealt with multiple artworks yeah, for, for beer coasters and stuff, you're thinking, Oh, yeah, might yeah. actually have something in.
2: I love the thought of designers as well. Like we've had a few messages on Instagram of people being like, oh, Yeah, I definitely want the set. Yeah, But I don't want to spill any fucking beer over them at all. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I, I, I bought two. I bought two last week uh,
0: for, for the very reason that I want one to, to treasure and look after as this the project I was a part of, but the other one just to use, rec- yeah. like recklessly use it. Yeah. <laughs> <I> just find <laughs> <to point> <laughs> it
1: up and rip them up
0: <laughs> I don't care if he does knocks him over, you know, it's like I'll call him over with something juicy just to make sure he does. <laughs>
1: And please tweet in your photos when it, it is amazing, destroyed. It? Yes. I want. I want to see the most destroyed, half
2: peeled off yeah. one like on a penalty shootout. Oh, yeah, when they nervous,
1: Tense, sort of nervous. Yeah, peeling, it, yeah.
2: kicking it at the corner. Well,
1: because I'm, I'm the worst <laughs> for it. When like, every time if we're in a like a crack pub that, that will have coasters usually, or any pub that has coasters, and we're watching a game, I just I just rip them up. I just leave yeah, an yeah. absolute detritus on the <laughs> table. <laughs> just, just pulp
0: a snail trail of sexual frustration or is that that's the labels isn't it that's the labels when you're peeling your beer bottle labels off that's what it's meant to be isn't sexual it sexual frustration yeah well that's oh, a whole that's a <laughs> tangent
3: that's what I was really
0: keen about that yeah <laughs> oh okay, yeah. dear but there's, there's also something beautiful about um, these I mean I've, I've, I'm under no illusions I am in mean, Grand Company you know we've got Jack Wrannick involved, Brandon News
3: involved, right?
1: Yeah, he's yeah. involved. We've got yeah. some
0: great, you know, it's the, the idea that these creative agencies that put their life and soul into getting where they are, and like you say, yeah. someone who can, can can't keep their head out of the chip, their top pocket is like ripping it up or drooling <laughs> on it. There's, there's something beautiful about yeah, that, isn't it? <laughs> so that brings you right down to earth, doesn't it That levels you right out.
1: Yeah, I, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, just these like you know, incredibly talented and well-known <laughs> design studios and artists just in some pub in Mile End with some punters yeah, love, who's it. resting their <laughs> London pride on it and ripping it apart. It's just such a funny, uh, yeah, such a funny thing.
0: At what stage did you think of Football Beyond borders and why?
1: We, I mean, they were my go-to people. We, when, I, when we set out to do this, I always wanted to get a charity involved and with this, I just felt that, especially because it's a football charity and they do really amazing work, I, I got to learn about them through actually a project I worked on for the Euros with two friends of mine who did uh, like a temporary transfer tattoo project called Temporary Hope, and they worked with Football Beyond Borders on that. And I got to know about them then and saw the work that they were doing. Just kind of kept an eye on things, and so when this came about, they were the only people I wanted to approach really. And I found I just phoned Jasper one day and was who runs Football Beyond Borders and said can we do this can we do this would you be alright with us you know all we need from you is a logo really and we'll give you some money and he just said it was perfect because they at the moment are fundraising for a new multi-purpose hub in this pretty nasty estate in Brixton and he said yeah we're using the World Cup and we're trying to get all sorts of different things involved to raise the money for the World Mm. Cup so this could be perfect. Wow. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, they've been really supportive actually of the project and have chipped in any way they can. So mm. uh, yeah, I always thought of those guys because it, it, it made sense to link it to a football charity mm. and it, it's something that I feel really passionate about. Using football as a medium, as a means to engage with children who have come from like a quite a harsh background. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and... Yeah, it's just really cool. And we actually, we went down to see their centre yesterday. That was great. Brilliant, wasn't it? <clears throat> it really was, was. such an eye-opener. Is
0: this is like, hub or it's just one that they're building now?
1: Yeah, so they're, it is, they're using it as a hub already, but it's, it's a shell. Okay. It, it was a place where, it was a shop where, to say the least, right? Yeah. Um, which is why the money that we're raising, we know, is yeah. going to go to a good thing. But um, yeah, it's brilliant. It was so good because we just we just got a lot more information about some of the kids that were involved, and, mm. and Jasper was talking us through it, and, and some of the ho- the horrible stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we, we both said afterwards uh, that it's like it's so funny because you know you sit in your East London studio going, I'm going to do this project, for... and then when you go down there and you you meet the people that live on that in that area mm. and get to see how ingrained football beyond borders is with that community there. And just see the football pitches that they've already raised money for, and just see the kids playing on them, and yeah, it's a gnarly place. And we
2: went into that space, right? And he said, "Yeah, this is where people were squatting here."
1: Yeah, the people were squatting there before. Yeah, mm. so it was it was a proper squat, and they when they were turfed out, obviously it was an empty space, and it made sense that they, you know, they could take it over and, and create something good out of it. So, yeah.
2: And what about Paddy?
1: Oh, Paddy. We can talk about Paddy, Paddy, can't we? Yeah, he was a lovely. <laughs> you talk about Paddy, go on. Oh,
2: yeah. this, this bloke with a. What had. T- maybe gold teeth and mullet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and like, and just an absolute character. Camo trousers. Yeah, and a I really love nice love, bloke yeah. as well. Yeah, exactly. Wait. And he was sort of loitering outside, wasn't he? Yeah. And halfway through the meeting, Jasper was kind of just checking what he was doing, but grinning as well, wasn't he? And he he, he kind of came in and basically said. Look, Paddy, we've got a deal. We've got a deal. I'm thinking, what is this? What is this deal? <laughs> right. So he basically had a deal with Paddy, wanted to keep him out of the space before six thirty. That's right. It? Yeah, yeah. That was
1: the deal they had. Yeah. Goes, we got we got a deal, Paddy. I thought I thought, about... and he's going around, and he he said, oh, I've kept all the stats on who's been playing on the pitch and this and that. Get and me between the sticks. Yeah. Get me get between me fucking... the sticks. Get me between the <laughs> sticks. <laughs> this, day. Paddy, we'll talk about this later, mate. Six thirty, remember that. You have seen me upstairs. My Irish flag and my. The Jama- He's got the Irish flag and the Jamaican flag in his.
2: In his- <laughs> 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 he said that he, My favourite bit was when he said, oh, "I'm going to be a top goalkeeper. I'm going to be a top goalkeeper." Yeah. And he went well. If you if you want to if you want to do that, Paddy, you need to lay off the cigarettes. Yeah, it's, but and it's, the strongest and stuff. the hardest, hardest stuff. It, having what we just talked about with the England
0: squad, maybe he's got a sh- maybe he's got an outside chance. Oh, yeah, Irish the mar- doesn't matter. Yeah,
1: <laughs> let's face it. And he walked in, <laughs> <and> <laughs> awake, walk. <laughs>
2: but this wave of wasn't it just this smell? Because he went, he had to cut out the cigarettes and the stronger stuff. And I mean, he just came in, didn't he? With this, this, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow.
1: Yeah. a oh wow, a waft of weed. He was just—he
2: was such a nice bloke, though. Do you know, he was just crackers, wasn't he? I mean, I
1: think yeah. I, th- I think I'd be nice if I was off my locker rocker yeah. on. Yeah.
2: But an absolute <laughs> fucking character. Yeah. Yes, brilliant. I—I mean, must be the life and soul of that estate because yeah, everyone definitely. had a smile on their face when he came in there. Then he sort out a parking permit after going to work there, and he said, Jasper said, "Oh, you—you finally got your." Parking permit from the most unlikely of sources, like Paddy just rolled in and offered you a.
1: Parking he, he did sort of offer it with a proposal to the woman, though. So yeah, it, she, she'll get this parking there was permit. A catch. Yeah, there was a catch,
0: marry <laughs> <laughs> Paddy, to get this. Oh wow!
3: Yeah.
0: Oh my god. Well, just just to go back again like, to the to the sort of the more serious issue you hit upon there. Like, I remember. In the summer holidays, when I was about, I don't know, 11, 12, maybe even 13, in my hometown, a small town, and, and you get the summer holidays, six weeks between school. And I was quite lucky because I had parents who'd take me down like the local youth centre, whatever it was. They'd make sure I had a mate coming over for tea. There was always something happening. They knew where I was, whatever. That's not the case for a lot of people, and football seemed to be this thing that could step in. It was a football and art were two things that I've always pointed to as really important channels for... Young energy.
3: yeah.
0: And they, what they used to do, which I don't think this was a widespread thing, I don't think it was, but the, the police ran a football tournament in the summer holidays that ran for three weeks over the six weeks, right in the middle of it. And it was like 16-team tournaments, squads of seven, eight kids on, on down at the local sports facility. And it was awesome because you'd get, and I've actually been writing about this for a piece recently, and you would literally get kids you'd seen after school knocking lumps of each other in an organised fight because they kick, they'd kicked off with each other at lunchtime, were suddenly down there captaining teams. And all their mates are there cheering on their team, and it's all quite tribal. But it's run by these policemen, who you wouldn't know they were coppers unless you'd seen them in their uniforms. And it was a beautiful thing, because it just it sucked all these young people into this sports centre. Yeah. Brilliant. Even when you're all knocked out, everyone's around the pitch come the semi-finals, and it's like, it's a big deal. Yeah. And that gobbled up three weeks of them, six weeks. So for them kids who, who maybe haven't had the best start in life, or... You know they're hanging around on estates whatever they don't have the best guidance I think football's
2: got a lot to say and it's far it's far less linear than people give it credit for yeah, yeah I definitely it, yeah. I mean we're, we're doing a five a side tournament aren't we with the lads there
1: we're so going to do a five a side yeah a really five a side tournament
2: so this is really a, so
0: this is actually has this given you more than <laughs> obviously the, the, the project's a beautiful thing but has this actually opened doors for you working you know deeper than the project itself, yeah,
1: say. it looks like it, yeah, definitely. We I and mean, we had a great chat yesterday about. I mean, he was get, he was really talking. Jasper was really talking about some of the programs that they do and the people that they get involved and and how some of the kids have like gone on to one of them's at Fulham at the moment yeah. behind Cessignon, so wow, that sort of stuff. And but yeah, we were already talking about how we could could get involved. You know, some of them want to do design and. And, yeah. and work in media and, and advertising mm. and things. So, yeah, it's, it's definitely. Uh, I mean, I've fallen more in love with with the work that they're doing wow. uh, for sure. From having that, from having that contact with people, and 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 one of the student, one of the guys is a really talented young illustrator, and we're getting him to do. He's going to do a, a mat, isn't mm-hmm. he? That we're doing. We can, we're not going to print it because we've got so many and we've got like 2 days but yeah uh, we're going to showcase it and get him to do some stuff on instagram Fantastic. yeah you know. post it online yeah post he's, it online. he's so
2: keen as well like he you know he's all, he's messaged us <coughs> today with an initial design and he wants to know what, what how do I improve this what do I do um and yeah. it's amazing it's a really great feeling isn't
1: it it's, it's yeah it's brilliant to be just to be able to help in any in any sort of way and i, I think i think everyone uh, who's a designer? Who's in our sort of position should should be able to give some time to yeah. to help people really, which which is initially why I started working with Ravensbourne. I yeah. thought it would be great to yeah. to help the next mm. next stage. Well,
0: uh, I think uh, you hit a great point there. Whether it's, well, it doesn't matter really, whether it's art, dance, acting, football, rugby, ballet, whatever. They're all beyond the actual surface value of, of whether you want to do that professionally or you just love it. It's a conduit for for personality and. and yeah. For me personally, uh, football was my way into the industry and still makes up a decent chunk of my clients. I don't know about you boys, but it's, it's always been much more than that. Very average as a player. It took me, <laughs> a, it took me 16 to realise it. And two weeks ago, my leg slapped in five aside, in a harsh reminder of just how average I am. i mean, I've come back to it for the first time in three years. But that's beside the point because it's that conversation you have at the, you know, at the canteen or uh, on the bus. If you've got a footy top on and someone goes, oh, so you support is it, kind of thing. It, it yeah. just they all open ours and I think it's a really special thing. So it's like that really kind of that gives me a big kick to hear that actually, you know, there's there's scope here for you guys working beyond this project.
1: Yeah, definitely. Um I mean for me I've not re- I've not really worked with many
2: have I haven't worked in I I many. haven't but i you know, I'd love to. Yeah. It just
1: hasn't happened. Like I wanted
2: to do projects on football before, but it mm. kind of felt more like I was just kind of Aimlessly kind of designing things like stylistically, like i kind of focus on boots from World Cups mm. or something, they didn't really have a core yeah. to be honest.
1: It's that idea, isn't it? I think that, that is needed for something like this. But, um,
2: well, let's get into the World Cup
0: stuff. Uh, with that, I think we've got a nice <coughs> overview of the project, then we'll come back to what's the sort of submissions and you know what's what's been going on in terms of the designs a little later mm-hmm. but, um. Well, I mean, as we as we think we hit upon quite the age gap between you two. So, what? What's? Let's go with first World Cup memories for but for each year.
1: Well, for me, my uh, my first World Cup memories. I, I just about missed Italia ninety, really. Yeah. I got. I've still got a ball somewhere. The Italia ninety ball with that beautiful mascot on.
0: Oh, I had that. with the little on each panel. That's right. I had that. Did yeah, you? And I, like I treasured it, it. Yeah.
1: Brilliant, isn't it? Yeah. Those yeah. Tiny little balls. <laughs> Yeah, you weren't even born. Were I'm you, not son? even You weren't even born. <laughs> <laughs> weren't even born. Um, <laughs> get out of here! Yeah, yeah. Yourself this out. is my house. <laughs> <laughs> you get out. Um, my first memories were were USA '94 because I was actually it was really funny. I was living in uh, America at the time. I was living in Boston with my mum and. It was, there was absolutely no interest in the World Cup mm. at all. Like, none of the kids knew about it, cared about it in any sort of way. Because it was a hockey town, really, Boston. Yeah. Hockey and uh, baseball.
0: So you mean to tell me nobody's walking around in that beautiful shirt?
1: No, it's such oh, a waste. Wow, that kills me. One of the best logos. Pentagram. The Pentagram. When I was doing the
0: research for this, I was like, wow, we've got some design meat. Yeah. yeah a design anomaly.
1: Yeah, yeah. And then just a wasted tournament, really. But yeah, they, those were my first. I mean, to be honest, I couldn't even tell you who was in that team. I mean, would it be like Platt and. We weren't
0: in it, we missed out. Oh, yeah, of course, Graham, yeah, yeah. We yeah, missed Graham, out. The whole Graham Taylor turnip thing. Turnip Which Taylor is a Taylor. piece of design in its own right. The photoshop of his face on a turnip is something. <laughs> that's, a, that's an episode in its own right. But yeah. <laughs> we'll save that one. But, but
1: yeah, no, it's, it's. Tony Derigo. I, <laughs> the, the Australian left back
0: Who actually bollocked me on Twitter For conceding four goals In a five side game What? Really? <laughs> Seriously <yeah. laughs> Call, Callum's joking now Yeah we We snuck into a student league It's only going back Three four years um, Me and a bunch of other lads Who not played for a while We ended up Sort of winning that season's league And we go, I don't know what it was I've got, oh, That's it I'll tell you what it is It's the friend who was playing Centre back for us He's got a uh, love of w- Ridiculously weird football shirts and he started tweeting on these obscure players, going, "Come on, let's let's try and get some inspirational tweets from these like sort of obscure retro players." So I pulled Tony DiRigo out of the hat, just back in my mind somewhere, yeah. and, and I was in goal at the time. I went, "Oh, Tony, we won a big game tonight, five uh, four. You know, this has set us up for a title win, provided we don't lose in the last game. Can we get some some comments from you?" And he came straight back and he went, "Conceding four goals, he should be embarrassed. Never mind celebrating yourselves." Done. That's it. Left it, (laughs) and we were we loved it so much. I was like, that's that's so much better than if he praised us. Oh yeah. I watched that guy with my dad in the season ticket over at Leeds, and he was bollocking me on Twitter. (laughs) He (laughs) can see him fall. Anyway, anyway, ridiculous tangent, but yeah, Tony Tony De in '94.
1: Brilliant, Tony De There you go. See,
0: yeah. I remember that tournament being for for that logo for those kits, and and in my mind, it's just every match is brilliant sunshine.
1: Yeah. As a visual memory,
0: it, that's my presiding memory
1: of that. Yeah, beautiful sunshine. It, it was kind of the forgotten tournament, really, wasn't it? Because it was certainly for us, because England weren't in it, and where I was living, no one gave a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> so it was very hard to, to to really catch up on what was going on. But it was they they were definitely my first my yeah. first memories. But really, for me, '98 was the one where I really got it. Got, yeah, it was a bit older. Like living back in England, yeah, and it was it was the France ninety eight team. It was the best World Cup in my opinion, yeah. Despite oh, not getting anywhere near,
2: <laughs> it was a brilliant one. To be fair, how about you, Colin? Mine was I've yeah. seen about this today. So mine was I went on a family holiday to Weymouth. Well, I don't Good. know how well it was. We did a yeah, great. So nice, mate. So much do in Weymouth. <laughs> <laughs>
1: You might want to tell them you're being sarcastic. Here, you know, yeah. Giving me those shifty eyes. Yeah, that anyone, that lives, in... <laughs> Any, anyone that lives in Weymouth,
2: I'm sorry, it was great. We've but... actually got uh, Ben
1: Tallon's podcast has actually got a massive following in the Weymouth area. <laughs> so yeah,
2: but it was a World Cup qualifier. I think we can let that go. And it was during the England beat Germany five one. Oh, oh yeah, I'll never yeah, forget. Yeah. yeah. So Incredible. my dad. Was kind of like just come because I was running around my brother, and he said, "Come in, just you know, watch this, watch this game," and that was my first football memory and my cup wow. memory. Wow, um, well, start. and yeah, and I remember downhill. Yeah, he must have been <laughs> <of the laughs> great start. With Pete. But, do you know what? My, Michael Owen was like my idol when I was a kid. I was like, "That's that's who I want to, that's who I want to be. That's you, yeah, that, yeah, that's my yeah. guy." Yeah. Like. yeah, and um, he was he was playing obviously, and that's how that's my earliest ever. Football then. really? Yeah, yeah. 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 That five-one game—that is yeah. the one. So yeah, that was probably the peak. Yeah, but yeah, cause we got absolutely hammered against Germany now. Every time. Like Every, time. Just... Every
1: time. Every time. <coughs> That—that was the last time, really. I think that we we did anything against Germany, wasn't it? That five-one. I think we might have beat them. Did we beat them one? We might five, have got a draw or
0: one-nil one win in a friendly or something. But anything yeah. competitive, I think that's yeah. the end of it. They're, They're a class. Yeah. Shut team, us down yeah. ever since. Yeah. But actually, by my I say first memory. I had that whole ninety-one, I was seven, so it was the first time I properly sort of started to get football. Could sit through a full game, and I've got sort of vague memories of the Ireland game, Cameroon. Like I've got a really special place. It's like I yeah. just remember Roger Miller stuff and Argentina. That romantic idea of the kit. We'll get onto all that. But fucking semi-final defeat. That I remember collapsing in my dad's lap when Waddle ballooned that goal over. I just <laughs> yeah. dropped into his lap in tears. That was my oh, first they were my wow. first football tears. So it's quite the opposite to yours, Colin. Wow, like, it's a sort of traumatic memory to mirror your your, That's your one. So yeah,
1: yeah. Because I mean, it must have been yeah. devastating when you actually saw how England really were. <laughs> yeah. I did think, I did think,
2: they're, the best, they're fucking they're the best team in the world. Yeah, and yeah, and, yeah. It's quite interesting the contrast of feelings.
0: Yeah, and the t- I think it, it, it's one of those things that makes me realise that the designer bug thing was always there because it's the kit and, and, it's, and I, even to this day when I see that Germany sort of take quasi yeah. away from it actually does put a little bit of fear into me like it, I, I look <laughs> at it
2: and I feel like it's almost invincible
1: because well, I of that like, like, yeah, it's, yeah
2: that's, that's my kind of there is something with the German kit it's, mm. it is threatening just because you know they're just such a because they're so fucking good, good. <laughs> I mean this year the fact they're not bringing Leroy Sane Sane, the young player of the year and he's I mean would stroll into the England team probably the best player in the England team I genuinely think he would be the best player and he's not in a 23 man squad yeah Uh, yeah. I just don't that's terrifying it is kind of scary it's it's an
1: absolute (laughs) statement that isn't it absolute statement not bringing him I'm gutted
2: I was looking forward to seeing him I'll mean, i be absolutely fucking over the moon if he's Jordan and he's not on the field because when he plays (laughs) Liverpool I'm a Liverpool fan when he plays the City Every time he gets a ball, you think, "Oh uh, god!" He's <laughs> that sort of player, isn't he? That he just yeah.
3: yeah. I tell you
1: what, though, I put him in my fantasy football team. and He did sod all for ages, so you know, swings and roundabouts. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Willie Zaha, on the other hand,
1: Willie yeah, he's been nowhere near my fantasy football team. No.
2: <laughs> How do you
0: two feel about the kits? Have you got your own sort of? Have you two got? you, know, have you got the sort of romantic notions, memories, certain certain kits that you're fond of, and. And also here's another question just to, just to layer that up. Um, do you wear opposing team kits? Because I used to have a major issue with kids who walk around in like a Holland or an Argentina mm-hmm. shirt thinking, why would you do that? But now I get it. Because yeah. I'm, you know, I, I'm, I'm yeah. kind of appreciate the whole retro thing now and all that.
1: It was always a Holland kit as well that people would be walking around in, wouldn't yeah. it? Always a Holland kit. I don't really know why that was. Yeah.
0: I think it was bright
3: orange.
1: Yeah. It? And they had sexy
0: players. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> Dennis Berg came. <laughs> Talking in terms of skills, obviously. But oh, yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> I mean, on the subject of Holland, it's more modern. The, you know, the Dutch kit with Wim Crow Wim Yeah. Crow had a typeface for it. I mean, on modern kits. That oh, was wicked. Yeah, yeah Wim Crow did that. the whole typeface for it, didn't it? It was really, it was, a brilliant kit. I think it was 2014. Yeah. Um, that was a cracking kit.
1: Yeah, the holograms, I mean, they've always been quite good to be honest, because that, that base colour of that sort of bright orange, that yeah. kind of road worker orange. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so
0: that's a great way of putting it. I'd love to see that in dual stuff. No, sorry, mate, the road worker orange has flown off the shelves, it's gone. You're going to have to go with Clementine Essence somewhere. <laughs> some builder
3: market gutted (laughs) yeah I thought that would be
0: great that
1: (laughs) yeah I don't know what their kits were really good my mum's favourite I would love to know Cameroon Strip
2: Cameroon Strip she watched the World Cup and she was fully Cameroon I want Cameroon to win the World Cup because of the strip and and every day I said why and she said I just love the the strip the green you know the dark green and and African nations always have Super, like colourful and graphic kits, oh, yeah. They're really fun. And um, yeah, my mum was like, obsessed with them when they got knocked out. My mum was in bits, really, yeah, yeah, just for a kick. I love that, I love so that's the that. connection, yeah.
0: As designers, we should be on board with that, really, shouldn't we? Just, yeah. You know, it's like that just that idea of uh, total allegiance based on a kit,
1: yeah. Which I like is, that actually, actually,
0: randomly enough, given that my granddad was a Geordie, the a Diad Newcastle fan, and me and my dad were the Leeds fans, my nan. Was a Crystal Palace fan? You never was a Crystal simply because of the kit. She never, she didn't know what was going on. She didn't know what any results were. But if my granddad was watching that match of the day, she caught wind of Palace. She'd get right behind him because she loved the strip.
1: Well, initially, this was actually how I got into Palace as well. Because um, before I was living in London or South London, south of London, I make that. Because I hate those guys that say, "Where do you live? I live in North London. Where do you live? Harlow." Oh, <laughs> Cracks, really, really great summary. So yeah, when we moved to, to Surrey, uh, I was looking at you know I had the Panini sticker album '96 or whatever it was. It would have been '96, and I was sick of United as a United fan at the time because I grew up in Wiltshire. So the it, your choice was Swindon or Portsmouth, both of which were about a two-hour drive. Mm. So everyone supported United. Because it's like, well, I'm not really going to be able to convince a parent or a grandparent to drive me to Swindon yeah. to watch a shit game of football. <laughs> so I might as well support the best of the best. And I just got bored of it. You know, they kept winning everything and I had no allegiance to them. So I was in the sticker around and I thought, like, yeah, you know, got a really good kit, <laughs> 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 And then they were around the corner. So that, that was how I supported Palace. Nice. Mark Edworthy and Simon Roger gleaming away <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh dear well speaking of kits I mean just to jump right again just to flip it's just going to be a flipping in and out of timelines on this one like Katarys but this new Nigerian kit's blown up yep. I remember I cracked up when I saw somebody said oh, oh the 94 one's better because we didn't have a queue of hipsters waiting for it
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> which yeah. is kind of
1: true They've they've smashed it, haven't they? With the hipsters, but they really
2: are. I mean, it's it's mid nineties, yeah. fantastic. Oh, yeah, it's a fantastic kit. It's yeah. great. Yeah, just puts a smile on your face because it's so different. Yeah. And have you seen the photo? I printed it out for our for our viewing pleasure. Look at the uh, look at the launch
0: photograph. Oh, oh. They're cutaways, they? they're the
2: cutaways, are they? Don't you just wish you were director? Look at those
1: cutaways. No, yeah, with the big You've got the golden eagle, eagle, eagle
0: statue with? on the plinth and the green background and Just and look at the arrogance. A friend messaged me from France. He's like, he hat i got a friend who works for ESPN and he's, he's over in France uh, it's at Roland Garros, the tennis tournament, that's mm-hmm. on at the minute. And, um, and he just went, he, he messaged, not messaged me all week, obviously busy working on his dream thing. And he, and he went, he went I'm, I'm getting back to you on this, he went, just look at the state of Iwobi, he went, is there a more average player looking more <laughs> arrogant?
1: He does look very, that's very arrogant, doesn't he? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and he's
2: spot on. I mean, he's a good player, but he's so. Yeah. He's, he's not well beaten. That's yet, a rap you know? video photo, which,
0: oh, which, I, which, I,
2: which I love, but he's owning it a little too Amazing, much. Amazing, he's, he's bought into the hype
0: a bit Amazing. too much. I was about to say, that's the rap squad, isn't it? the colourways and the. Yeah, yeah the you're into it. wicked. It's wicked. Fanta- it's actually fantastic. I actually, a little bit, oh, it's so the that I thought that was cool as well. That picture. Yeah, the ball just snuck on there. It's Goal. just. Uh, attention to detail so yeah that's and a kid so listeners uh, yeah, go, go, go and have a look because it's a very visual podcast for an audio format but football fans don't know what I'm talking about yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What else were there for strips I mean you had the France 98 kit that Which
0: was I nice. Was that was actually through. that was, but I thought that was properly nice. And yeah. From a, you know, this is a difference in that you've got the rascal nice where it's so bad that yeah. it's good. Yeah. But then you've got the actual nicely designed. Yeah. Match. I feel that France ninety like eight is a nicely designed
2: strip. Yeah.
1: I think they I mean, that whole tournament for me was was completely iconic. But that that sort of thing with the three stripes going across it and everything mm-hmm. like that, are just brilliant. Yeah.
2: German are always good. The German. Always kit. well designed. The
1: nineteen
0: ninety. German kit. The Very. Harsh, yeah. Three diagonal three stripes going <laughs> across. Yeah, me. I think it's beautiful. Amazing. For me, you'd have to put up a big argument for a better kit. <laughs> yeah. An actual, you know, in terms of actually cool of the moment, iconic. Yeah. Yeah, okay. it Takes all the boxes and it's pretty naughty as well. So it, it kind of does just veer into that rascal category a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I <laughs> really like that. You
2: know, I like that. You have the kind of rascal ones. I, that's not quite nice because you do have the ones that you feel guilty liking. Yeah. Like Ka- Caty yeah. campos. Oh god, which I believe he designed his own. He designed his own, one he his own, own kits. That was my coaster because I thought this yeah. guy designed his own kits. That yeah. highlighted central like, You'd And he had that. loads of colourways as well. Yeah. Um, which
0: has got to be intimidated in its own right. If you're a striker bearing down on that strip, it's <laughs> got to get in your head. Yeah, that's, <laughs> got, to be that's
2: got to be illegal now, surely. Designing own penalty too? against that kit. I mean, oh. if you, the Neons. Are yeah. you fucking blinded? <laughs> I know the ball. It's like
0: one of those mid, <laughs> mid-90s like, 3D experiences where you weave through a screensaver and someone's like, pick the pick bit of the kit you want to put the ball through. Yeah. <laughs> that's <laughs> the idea, that's the illusion.
1: <laughs> oh, boy. And then Manager then... going, what are
2: you doing? You were sitting straight at him. He's like, I tried to get it through the seat? <laughs> <the screen laughs> <and the laughs> like...
1: Oh, this is your campus strip. Yeah. yeah, just like, absolutely
0: bonkers. Well, there's so many of them, I mean, and so many. I think the, yeah, I think the icon, I think the iconic one <laughs> is, uh, yeah, that. Yeah. Is, so the neon yellow, the pink, and the green. I think it's the 90, again. It's the '94 World Cup, which it's was 94. just an explosion of ridiculously horrid but awesome kits. Like,
1: yeah, I mean that. That's that timeline for design when you're talking about '94. When when things like Photoshop first really become, became, not even industry, started to become industry standard, and people were just creating utter bollocks. <laughs> utter bollocks design work, because suddenly they were free to do it, because you didn't have to typeset stuff anymore, and a big thing. That's a good you didn't point. I never on.
3: thought
0: of it from that point of view, but you might be right there. When you think about even just the Premier League, and the goalkeeper kits of that era, yeah, it is, it's, it's like someone's gone in a sweet shop, and put ten quid behind the counter. I don't know where I'm going with this, and, they, and they've and they've poured it into. I don't know what they've. They poured it into a blender. Yeah. I don't know. But I, I'm talking up to bollocks myself now. This is Central West, but. I don't, I
1: don't <laughs> yeah, but no, I know what you mean. You know what I I mean? It's a... like
0: it's like everyone was just suddenly free. That well, no, was well, well. it. That's the worst one. Yeah. And they scanned it in and hit filter. I mean, and they it... got in the filters menu and uh, gone nuts. And they've submitted every single experiment as a design. Yeah. And the Premier League have gone yet. Yeah. I'll we'll take it
1: we'll have a i love night. it I love it and what
2: you said saying about kits I mean, we've touched upon I was not on planet earth when this tournament happened but even now <laughs> that kit the Campos kit I don't know because like when I was thinking at the moment so I did not search that I didn't google that something in your, something in your mind where it's a different kit maybe but something in your head thinks I remember that kit that fucking kit that guy with like the neon do you know what I mean you just see it somewhere the, you can't yeah. miss it and it just sticks in your head it's a it's really just this graphic that you can't forget. It just comes back up,
1: and it's always goalkeeper kits, isn't it? That I'm, I mean, this—that's—that's that's yeah, because Michael you've got on. that one poor yeah.
2: bastard to focus on, where it's yeah. not going to
1: affect
0: the rest <coughs> of the side. You its yeah. like creative liberation on the goalie, and they're the ones who've just got to stand there and take it. Yeah, I'd love to. I'd love to, imagine that podcast with all twenty keepers from 95-96 season, oh, or the ninety-four World Cup. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> like 20 years on, I'm still getting flashbacks from it. <laughs> Campos is probably a wreck.
1: He's got to be. yeah. I
0: bet he speaks another language. I bet he's like I bet he's one of them people who read about where they've, they've been in a car accident or something, and they wake up speaking a completely different language. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah I Bet yeah. he's one of them. That's a nutty
1: kid. It, it's, it's mental, isn't it? The more you're the more you're showing me here is the more uh, you know. See, that, 94, iconic, iconic tournament, really, <laughs> yeah. for all the wrong reasons. What do you think about modern ones? I've had this conversation a lot
0: of times with, um, well, many football fan mates, but I'm a bit down on modern kits. I mean, okay, then the Nigeria one's an exception. Yeah. The design can be nice, but I just find it very banal. I, th- I think it's very tidy, and it's not always minimal in a good way. I'm not. Yeah, I agree.
1: Yeah, I think again i mean it 's a trend of design over the last however many years to go minimal since mm-hmm. since the design studio stuff kicked off and especially since they rebranded the premier League mm-hmm. it, it's everything's gone very minimal and I liked it for a while i, I really I really like the sort of minimal kits, but it 's like you say that there 's got to be a reason and a consideration and a purpose for why why mm-hmm. it 's so minimal and if it 's just minimal for the sake of it then that kind yeah. of sucks because there's a really good opportunity to, to create something mm-hmm. great and yeah I mean I'm trying to think of some of the, the more recent kits that I've liked I mean uh, to be fair I, I, I know it's not World Cup but I would love the Chelsea strip this season really minimal like mm-hmm. everything was stripped back I don't know yeah. what they did it just mm-hmm. just worked for me and I really hate Chelsea so uh, yeah <laughs> for me to say that and is again
0: cool. on a club level um, we are we being in Leeds released a really nice one about two seasons ago and the the, the, the worst thing that sums up my club is that if it, it, the chairman fell out badly with the sponsors so we had no sponsor so you ended up with oh, this yeah. really nice minimal just a badge just a nice collar and I was like everyone loved it and it sold like in its droves which says something about sponsorship I suppose but yeah. <laughs> yeah. but I don't know like, we're going off track I guess a little bit in that respect but but I just can't, I can't pick out many England strips. You know, it's like, it's like well, now when I think, yeah. okay, what's gone on in the last 10 years, I go a little bit blank. That being said, I do like this World Cup song. What do you think about that? Have you seen sort of the, the sort of tonal, it goes from, look it up, it goes from sort of blue down at the bottom yeah. and it kind of fades to red down the middle and then you've got this nice stark white around it. Is that a, a wake-up third kit? I th- I think it's the main one, is it not?
1: Oh, this, this oh, like with a yeah. gradient? Yeah. yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, I've seen that one.
1: I think that's beautiful. I yeah. do like it.
0: i, I like, it's the first one in a while where I've gone, that's nice. I'd, yeah. I'd, I'd wear that and actually walk down the street in that. Not that I'm wearing England tops.
1: Yeah. But I can see you walking, there, you know, can of fosters in one hand. <laughs> <laughs> a, a bacon butty in the other. No, I love bacon butty. <laughs> I can see you doing it
2: mate yeah it's very you that it's quite cool I mean it's, it's different I mean for a while it was even like I remember like it's been a little bit same in England Strip oh yeah and I thought with this kit because England played Nigeria didn't know the other day hmm. this when this kit blew up I mean we've awesome. already had a bit of chat about it but that game and then I mean I like it I think it's the best of a long time yeah but I yeah that Nigeria kit
1: Nigeria, I remember the Taribo West kit. I guess that must have been 98. That was incredible as well. The big white strip down the middle. Yeah. They've always been... It's because they've got those beautiful like, white and green colours.
0: It's lovely. That's it's great, isn't it? And, and, you know, I don't know. You've got what you say yeah. Like We're pretty much Spots so We're very close in age. And I think... That's when they burst on. It's like they won that they won that Olympic '96. That's right. That's yeah. when the crazy dance, which was my initial idea for the moment on the beer maps for this project, yeah. And then I realised it was Olympic, so I switched tracks. But '98, then you've got again flamboyant side. You've got Georgie some Sun Belinski, Lee West. It's like a team full of just intimidatingly naughty players yeah, and I, and I loved it and, and I, therefore it's because they had this soft spot and the green and white thing as well so ever since it's almost like they can do no wrong and this time they've really pulled out all the stops and gone this is it like we're doing it and so you've got that you've got the England strip this time it's almost like there's, there's a slight we're sort of drifting somewhere into mid-90s land at the minute Yeah, I, I like that I hope it gets pushed
1: me too I, I think a lot of design is at, at the moment I think a lot of Young trendsetters in design right now are are just creating work that were was, was quite prevalent on like rave posters from the nineties, you know, like Goldie yeah. playing in some basement in Hull or something like that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, and people are now on on you know getting really popular from doing similar sort of type treatments and work. And it's it, it's that whole theory that everything goes in twenty year stages. So like before, not too long ago, everything was eighties influenced. And then that's very much gone out of fashion again. And now it's '90s influenced.
0: That's very true. You know,
1: people are buying the hats. Look, the the, the new radicals hat he's wearing there for Nigeria bucket hat. The old bucket I love hat. Love that.
0: New, new radicals in Nigeria oh, twinning. Yeah. That's fantastic. This is a great. This is a great chat, isn't it?
1: '90s. I, the '90s were great, weren't they, Kevin? Oh, they were so good. All <laughs> five years of it. <laughs> I
0: have a friend who's been on this, this show, Kyler, who's. She's, based in New York and she works at HBO and she told me on yesterday I thought about this podcast because she's started playing footy recently and she loves her naughty kits so we were discussing this Nigeria kit and she said she used that and several other 90s Premier League goalie kits as inspiration for a HBO Really? recently yeah and I thought what what a beautiful illustration of global culture now and yeah. actually how that stuff's been dug up and dusted off and polished and it's turning up on HBO channels you know that's kind of that's the upside of, of globalisation eh? yeah very much. So, yeah. <laughs> I
1: can't believe that
0: yeah that's, that's a really nice kind of yeah, revival of the 90's kits yeah like, I all these blogs and yeah she's, she's eating it up and it's awesome like, I'm now dragging out John Lukic's shirt from 95 and influencing someone at HBO
1: <laughs> <laughs> I love John I miss John Lukic I miss him I miss him from the game
0: there's my cell quote
1: mm. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah.
0: That's mad as well. Well, I think we've we've, we've, uh, we've talked kits for a while. Logos, we've mentioned the Italian ninety logo. I yeah. Think it
1: was phenomenal. It was absolutely brilliant. What was it?
0: That's that's the question. It's like I don't well, I get it. I know where they were going, what they're trying to do. But I think it's beautiful. Like the, th- the whole three D, the block yeah. Italian colours,
2: the yeah. whole head. It's just. I'd love to be in the mind of the person who created that. Yeah, I've I got, got it down that's somewhere. It's Mason Levin's graphic, right? That
1: one. Yeah, in that's way. right. Yeah. Yeah, and, yeah, and that
2: was right. Mason Levins piece. Is that right? What the actual logo? Yeah, the, the, that's the one. I think right. That's the one he's grabbed.
1: Yeah, he. he Is it? Yeah, he, no, he did Zidane uh, headbutting. He did Zidane headbutting. Oh yeah, sure.
0: Shit. Yeah, the BMI. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I lost I thought he know the actual logo design. No, 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 I'd yeah. love to know he did that. Well, I've got. I believe Vittorio Pacioli pick Piccone, this is a Yorkshireman trying to pronounce Italian. <laughs> <laughs> Apologies, sorry, totally Italian listening, but yeah, no, I believe. Um, wow, but yeah, 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 the use of that piece that was absolutely mind blowing. Mason London's piece, I, I for me, hands down, the best one. Like, I'm happy to admit that. I just I, I've sent that to a number of friends and they've all just come back with wow, yeah, uh, just wow, It can't really, it says everything, yeah. So, for listeners, just go and have a look on the uh, wayworldcup.com, it's it's Zidane headbutting
1: the Italian logo amazing Taking it sick down bit of work with Venom <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I love it I just uh, yeah I mean that logo for me was just it, was, it, it was, yeah completely iconic I, I, it's batshit crazy as some of these logos tend to be I just how do you justify that like how do you how do you go into the Italian FA whatever the board is with that design this, this 3D cube man <laughs> and they <have> the Italian, <laughs> Italian logo and go this is the one this is the one I mean all the shit that went down after uh, the uh, uh, <laughs> the London Olympics for the old uh, uh, oh, yeah, whoever yeah. did that one who did that again uh, Wolf Follins uh, yeah Wolf Hollins logo Marge Simpson giving a blowjob <laughs> or whatever people Maggie yeah, like, it's no. terrible Lisa Simpson giving someone a blowjob that's what people say <laughs> yeah. Well, I think it was great. I thought it was a good piece of work. And I didn't, I didn't see the blow job, to be honest. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> Each to their we own. We
2: actually had that in a, in, a, in a secondary school when I was in graphic design in, I think, year nine. Yeah. My teacher sort of brought up a letter of identities, and that one came up. Really? And someone went, yeah, I've heard something about that one. And he was like, no, you haven't. You haven't, you haven't heard anything about that one, let's just move on. But like every time that Olympic logo popped up, <laughs> our teaching is the more, just wanted to get rid of it. Wow. Because it was like, um, yeah, it was, it was just like a, bit, it was like a blowjob. It was
3: just a very <laughs> strange
0: identity. Well, it's very bizarre, because as a kid, that made total sense. I never, you, know, you know what it's like. As a, as a kid, you don't question any of this stuff. It doesn't matter how psychedelic it is, it, make, it, it just is, so it makes yeah. sense. You don't really hang around asking questions of it do you but now as designers it's like you look back and go yeah imagine that pitch imagine trying to get maybe it was that much of a wild idea that it just completely full mixed everyone in the room to the point they signed off and yeah. didn't even remember it yeah I'd, lo- oh, I'd right.
1: love it if that were the case Like, I'd, I'd love to know I'd love to see his sketches I'd love to see what else that guy did yeah you know because like, there, there must have been so much red tape going <laughs> not be to amazing
2: you everything is 3D cubes yeah. just like a whole portfolio of just ordinary objects and in 3D cubes
1: and they just commissioned him because he loved his <laughs> 3D cubes yeah. yeah we want that again yeah exactly the same as you've done <laughs> yeah
2: you know that pizza slice you made in 3D cubes <laughs>
1: yeah. can you do us a logo for the world cup
2: God, how'd you get that
1: gig
0: I was just going to say and here's the thing you see I'd struggle I'd i a real struggle on finding the ne- any name of who did that logo it yeah. seems that anything earlier than the 90s, I was, I was kind of clutching at straws for a lot of them. We'll talk about the 70s, uh, the 68 uh, stuff, which Lance Wyman did, and I'll go back to that. But I had a struggle finding out who did it. So my, in my head, I'm going, did they either just go that? I mean, let's talk about the Italian 91, the, the 3D cube man. Did they either do it and then kind of wake up three weeks later and come out of that trip and go, <laughs> don't want my name on it? Or they'd taken out because it was so ridiculous that when, right. them, when all the people who signed it off kind of got their head around it they went what have we done and, I don't know and it's a big tangent but then you've got, you've got so we've got Pentagram we've got this guy who's done the Italian 91 and you've got um, Lance Wyman yeah. you know, who's done the, the 68 Mexico which is iconic for the, you know in a real sort of design in an actual good design sort of way yeah. not that really the 91 wasn't but we're talking about big names and that gig but
1: it I, I suppose really coming in. I suppose with Lance Wyman, I mean, when he did the sixty-eight, I mean, was was he was he iconic at the time or was that what Sorry I'm getting my wires crossed. Seventy. Sixty eight was the Olympics, that was the iconic
0: stuff yeah. that he did, and it's that's almost cool. like he went, Well, I've got some stuff on my hard drive that I never used. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want to use that? Because it's very that's probably really offensive to Lance Wyman, but, <laughs> but it's, like, it's very close, and I'm rightly so because it looks awesome, but joking aside. But yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's like that's a gig. That the World Cup. Yeah. It's fucking huge. I mean, back then I don't I don't know how big it was on the global scale because we didn't have the internet. And it wasn't criticised by everyone with a blog or everyone with a keyboard like we just talked about with the Olympic stuff. Yeah. Now there's so much hanging on that.
1: I mean, it must have been iconic. I mean, you know, stadiums were all full, weren't they back then? It, it, it must have been iconic. But I think yeah. it's yeah, it, it's just another level now, and. Yeah, how do you get? How do you get a gig like that? How do you get? Here's a question:
0: Would and I'm going to ask you each individual, <laughs> Would you hang your career on it? Would you do it? Yeah, definitely, <laughs> without a doubt, without a would shadow of a Would you be prepared power. for the absolute? Because it's inevitable. It's going to divide. It doesn't matter oh, to, to release it's, the art it's, of it. Yeah, it's impossible not to divide with these logos.
2: I love a risk. Yeah, I, I do. I think if you I think if you put out for me if you put out a wacky piece of work and it divides. And you just, you know, you just look at the love for it.
1: Yeah, there's always going to be, it's always going to divide. And and when it's on a global scale, obviously, you just, you're going to divide so many, so many people. Mm -hmm. Someone said to me um, that you've never, you've never made it if you're, well, this was in terms of his book, actually. And he he had loads of good reviews, five-star reviews on Amazon selling his book. And then he got one one star review where someone ripped it apart, and he was furious and someone who his friends who'd written a book had said, "You've never fully made it as a writer until you've got your first one star review and it's I think it's That's true actually it's true for a lot of things because uh, because you've got that 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 thing where you know you're getting reaffirmed by everyone whose people are saying, "Oh, your book's great, your book's great, but until someone actually goes. This is my real opinion. I think it's shit. Yeah. It's brilliant because no one loves everything. No one loved it. When the Night Tick first, first yeah, came a great out, story, that, that wasn't... That That's wasn't a great story. Yeah. They came back with a cheque, didn't they? That's From right. For a designer. Yeah, so they yeah. paid her something
2: ridiculous like $7. I don't, I don't think exact figure. It was something mind-blowing about the first drawing of the that, that right? Yeah. And then they recently, right? The last couple of last few right. years. They came and gave her a whopping cheque because obviously that was just from what I understand that was just a piece of freelance yeah. <laughs> that they just said yeah we need in wow. and she sketched up that tick and she got paid nothing for it and they came back so that's that but they actually amazing. came back okay, that's pretty good That's pretty amazing cool. story and I mean I suppose that argument of do you are you it's something that I've been thinking of a lot recently is like do you would you rather have a piece of work that people go yeah it's nice or a piece of work that like you said divides where people say I fucking hate it Oh, I've I absolutely loved that. Yeah. And it's like, you need your heart it. goes with that, rest. right?
0: I'll be honest. I, yeah, I I've, I've, I've pine for that in some ways just because I love, you know, Demi stuff. I love the, the vitriol and the arguments and that everyone believes they're right <laughs> about their opinion on it. Yeah. And I kind of want that ass kicking. I've not, I've not had it. I've... As illustration, as an illustrator, a lot of my work fills a brief. You know, it's, it's conceptual. You go through the concept, you put the work there, and it's quite disposable, being and gone on a magazine page or a newspaper page. Not done that many sort of big ad campaigns or anything like that. Therefore, it always kind of ticks a box. And there's people who like that style. The people who don't have the thing that they do like, they're not going to come and slag it off. I like the idea of doing a piece that's so in your face in the public eye that it, that it gets both extremes. I kind of want that. Yeah, I don't know if it's
1: healthy, but I do. <laughs> yeah. I think it's I think it's healthy. I think yeah, I've I've certainly had my fair share of of bad bad reviews and, and quite yeah people rubbed up the wrong way. Whether I've given a, a t- I had this guy going for me. You uh, saw one. Of, <laughs> he saw a talk I did a uh, off London, and it was my biggest talk. Is nearly a thousand people there mm-hmm. and. The, <laughs> It was, it was really good. I got really great reviews from pe- people tagging things in, and you know, it was brilliant because it was quite a dry conference. And uh, you know, I, how I do talks, I, it's kind of half comedy really. I just mm. take the piss out of people. and, and oh, We've done talks together actually, yeah, yeah, that yeah, was yeah. Very I've much. I had a front row seat of it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you were the guy who was taking the piss out. Of you. Quite funny, yeah. And, it's, and it was brilliant. There was this guy in the front row and he fell off his chair. Oh, anyway, regardless. But there's this one dude who absolutely hated it. And he absolutely... And he was really brutal. And he was tweeting and he was Instagramming. And it was all like, this guy is talking, he's talking about cats, he's talking about football, he's, this guy is he's rude. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, yeah. Yeah, that that is me, you know. Fuck yeah. you. If you like it. <laughs>
0: well, there's the thing, isn't it? If you if you're gonna put, I mean, okay, this isn't down to, this is the logo thing, but you know, in terms of talks, if you're gonna go so personal and put that there, then you're fair game, aren't you? I've, you know, I'm the same. I had a few you know comebacks on a few podcast comments or, or articles that I've written where someone's disagreed and kind of gone in hard.
1: Yeah, they're going hard, don't they? <laughs> yeah. Which I've never
0: uh, have. I've always, I've always, I, I like a debate or I like a criticism, but some the people fucking going like that's wrong and bang, I'd be like, okay, shit. I'm, I don't know how cool I am about that, so I don't know how, I, I do, Don't get me wrong, I'd do the gig. If they come to me and went like, World Cup 2022, what do you reckon? Of course I'd be pitching, but I'd be shitting myself for a little bit about, about the kind of... The reaction. Someone turning yeah. up at my back door or whatever in a, you know, in a seaweed wig. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> you've ruined this tournament and a fast 98 shirt
0: yes <laughs> <laughs> oh god I oh this was good but
1: yeah I, I, yeah it's, there's no there's no ch- I mean you know I had a bit of backlash with the Olympic stuff I think we had we had some stuff we had um, one of Sagmeister's designers uh, put a few comments online in fact one word um, when it was released on when it was released into the world, it wasn't the, the Olympics logo or anything. It was the advertising, so it was. It you were doing that with such, with such. yeah, that's right. And um he just put, really, but then I just, I just replied with, really, yeah, full right. stop, yeah, full, full stop. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, that's it. That's perfect, and I think it's. um If you're gonna start something off, but come back, I don't know, come with something. You know, come with a. And some constructive criticism. Yeah. I know it's a cliche, but it's true. I've had, I've had close friends who were fantastic creative directors and I've sent them a piece of work that I loved at the time that I've maybe spent too long on. I've come back and just gone, I don't like it. I've gone, oh. I've been quite taken aback, but then they followed it up with this really insightful reasons why. How it doesn't quite communicate the message from an outside point of view and I've been so grateful because two days later, <laughs> sat back down and understood it completely. And, and that's a really healthy thing in this industry. Yeah. But to just... Drop a, a straight up criticism to just slam something in there and eliminate yeah. all uh, importance of opinion that's that kind of undermines everything that arts the arts are, you know.
1: Well, yeah, I, you know, because people do forget. I mean, it's I, you can get too caught up in our industry and and how I mean, from my point of view, from the last 10 12 years, most 70 or 80 percent of people have been extremely supportive and. We've got quite a good close knit network. Everyone seems to know each other that are achieving good things and great things in our industry. And you do forget that there are some absolute dickheads out there that <laughs> you know uh, that don't have that criticism. And even when we're talking about creative directors and people who just have got their way to becoming a creative director, d- don't know how they've done it, but can't actually creatively direct.
3: Mm.
1: It's mental. And yeah. and that is that is hard, especially when you're a young creative and you're trying to do work. I've had you know exactly the same issue for years with with creative directors who are you know up against a tight deadline and trying to you know, bang out their ad for fucking cat food or dildos or whatever the hell they're trying to <laughs> advertise. And and you know, they come back with with crap feedback or, or non-existent feedback that, that doesn't help solve that problem. Yeah. And 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 then it's a real struggle to actually, yeah, to get it done and get it done well. Mm. Um, so yeah, it's, it's it's a tough it's a tough industry sometimes I think. But the reminder that most people out there that are doing good work, creating good projects, have good ideas, are going to be supportive. Yeah. in the right ways. Um, yeah, that's good. And then you also obviously you learn from the bad experiences. I think if you're if you're a good if you're an intelligent, creative, and then so when you're in a position of a bit more power, you know to try and give better feedback and create. Well, yeah,
0: feedback. you have to understand. Yeah, you know, I could go on all day about where the is that yeah. where the ideas come from. You know what what the idea was. It's like, like you said, to just go really. It's like you know, it, it makes me a little sad because it's it, that's just eliminating.
2: Oh I love seeing that. Oh of course you do. Yeah,
0: I and mean, yeah, yeah, you do, like
2: that, there's some criticism that you're just it's like Some like dickhead oh, from what? Sagmeister, to say <laughs> <Brilliant>. <laughs>
1: I loved every second of that.
2: He was at well, he's working at Sagmeister Walsh. Yes, yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: Okay.
0: It, it's like the Ninet kits isn't it. you know. It's like that's the same probably the same response they got at the time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But look at them now they're a cultural it's you know, you could have a museum of these kits. Quite easily from that one World Cup.
1: I hope there is one day of yeah. museum. I'd, I'd go to that. Oh yeah, go absolutely.
0: <laughs> so well, what about that's, what about mascots then? What about have we got any standout? You know, again, I think of the 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 chunk, the stir, the
1: three D stick man from, yeah. <laughs>
0: from ninety four.
1: Oh, the dog. Yeah, yeah. he looked like um, sort of sort of amalgamation of uh, Muttley. <laughs> yeah, Yeah, like a weird wacky races. Yeah, from yeah. wacky races. I've seen that. Muscle. Yeah, well, we'll get him up. And then you had the France '98 bird, didn't you? Um, yeah, they've always been very ropey, but one that stood out to me.
0: And having visited Japan for the first time recently, I was delighted. But the bizarre three kind of, as like a purple an orange and a turquoise. I don't know what they are. Like almost like tree type, bizarre type. It's suitably odd for Japan, which I loved having gone there and seen all the little mascot characters up on the uh, on the trains and everywhere you go basically they love it, they love it. There's, a, there's a real mascot culture there and I'm led to believe he's taken very seriously uh, to the point where they've barred the Frogman, who <laughs> <laughs> was a guy uh, oh, who followed the, who followed the national team everywhere in his frog costume and he wasn't an official mascot he was like an obsessive fan and he would be turned away from home games because they took their mascot culture so seriously that he was you know he was blurring the lines a little bit. They were like, "Is this guy a fan? Is he a mascot or what?" Yeah. So now he just goes to all the away games in terms of the World Cup and stuff. I just love that about Japan. So the, yeah, the mascots for that one just jumped off the. I remember looking at it during this research and just thought, okay.
1: these freaky little three I think, characters, yeah, right? Ma- yeah.
2: But we mentioned now about mascot culture. Is that because I mean, I you know, I, I, I don't know a lot about mascots. I don't know whether that's kind of. Been in it's, old. It's,
0: it's almost like a secondary thing to the logos, isn't it? You've got the yeah. official logo that gets off the conversation and it just spawns these kind of odd...
2: Exactly. If you asked me to say what this year's mascot was, I wouldn't know.
1: But I, I think it, it, it's, it has declined. I think a lot of... I mean, there's a, there's a lot of actual iconic things, moments and idea, ideas from the last... from World Cups from the last 10 years that I couldn't... I couldn't tell you. I think we were, we were touching on this earlier when you were saying there's a lot of stuff that you can't remember. You know, I, I couldn't tell you what the 2002 England kit was. Mm-hmm. I couldn't really tell you much about that tournament, to be honest. And uh, I think from that point, because in 98 it was pushed so much, it was just everywhere. Yeah. And those, those sort of earlier tournaments, 2002, not really, I don't think. But, and when you talk about Italia and, and Ninety four wasn't so much, but the earlier tournaments were just stuff was everywhere, yeah. even the Euros as well. But I don't know, yeah. I mean, you look at the mascots. I mean, we, you know, we're just looking at some here from I could not. Did you know that that armadillo was the the, the Brazil no mascot?
2: And if a pub quiz with all of those without captions, so I wouldn't be able to tell you most of them.
1: I watched nearly every game of the Brazil World Cup a couple of years ago. Absolutely, Absolutely loved
2: it. I
0: think I, I remember. Yeah, and I, I might be wrong, but I'm sure I remember it rolling across the screen. Unless I just had too many beers. But <laughs> but look, at, I mean, look at that. Like you know, like the Spain eighty two, <laughs> orange. Oh,
1: the orange, yeah. And the
0: Mexico ones were just beautiful. Um, like you say, it's almost like past a certain point, they just for me went a little bit downhill. That's just my opinion. But And I feel it's. I I honestly feel like it's the same with the logos. I don't care for the past nah. three four tournaments. This Russia one bad as
1: well. Yeah. I like, maybe
0: that's controversial because I, I read the whole oh you're like, going to so, get a
1: backlash on Twitter now let's have a look Say I, that. I,
0: I don't I mean again personal opinion but let's have a look so we've got I mean look at something like we've got the Switzerland from, I mean, that could
1: be that could be on a very trendy it's beautiful uh, Dalston club night poster now yeah. couldn't it and you've got the classic
0: posters from the 30s tournaments, which they didn't have official logos but these in mean, the sock with all the flags on it kind of, they kind of psychedelic and odd in their own way but they are things of beauty all the time. The France 98 stuff I thought was I quite nice. Yeah, and they put them in mean the balls. I remember that ball. And, yeah, the balls. That was that the that 2002
2: season. one, right?
1: 2002. Yeah, it is, I actually do remember
0: that one. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, I can't actually find the, the Russian one here in these notes, but it's to do with the space pioneer, And I looked at it, and it's broken down in all these categories. So you've got, it's referencing space, and it's referencing... And I just looked at it and thought... It's got all this conceptual glory behind it. And yeah, the story's nice, it's cool, it's paying attention. But the turnout just looks a bit rubbish to me, personally.
1: It, the, was the, it was the conviction in which they were able to sell it, I should imagine. Um, yeah. It, yeah, it, it doesn't do it for me, No,
0: personally. Um, it just feels like it's become a little please-all, whereas almost before that, maybe these World Cups didn't have the global you know the impact the sponsors and everything else that comes with the commercial side of it these days perhaps it didn't have that pre-internet maybe that's something that's interesting because 98 2002 in the middle of that you've got the explosion of the internet and everyone's got it in their bedrooms
1: tim berners lee going absolutely mental (laughs) yeah
0: (laughs) all of a sudden you got everyone's got access to it and can slag it off i don't know maybe that's a part of what well, I perceive as a slight decline in, in the
1: quality of it, I don't know. I think it's been interesting recently how how many chats I've had with people about the declining quality of of work. There's been a lot of talk about the declining quality of work in in advertising and design, mm-hmm. and I, th- I I don't know what that is. I think maybe it is you know it, it's a different culture now where it, I mean time time frames are very very different. Mm-hmm. So there isn't there isn't that time frame sometimes to. Completely consider something and and really, really craft it the way you want to craft it. And you know, it, because it's all too easy to just give someone, give twelve agencies two weeks to come up with a concept and a brand, and, and then pick And watch are, them fight. And watch them, yeah, watch them scrap it out for budget. And maybe so,
3: maybe that, yeah, maybe.
1: Yeah. It's uh, you know, at the end of the day, it's it's all still a business. This. World Cup malarkey, but I just don't. I just don't like
0: no. it. I just. How, how do you feel, Cameron? I mean As someone who's younger than I, because yeah. I, 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 I always, I always think—is that just me being a little sour grapes as a, as a, being someone slightly older? I mean, do you still have that kind of romantic attachment to, the, like, say the first couple of World Cups in in terms of the logos? Like, do you have any
2: any sentiment about them at all? Not really. I mean, the two thousand two one, I wouldn't be able to tell you the concept behind it or. I don't know why that is. I, I I was more but anything. I mean, even just sort of eliminate in the design,
0: the sen- design centricity of it. The look, just in terms of the romance of it. Like, I mean, does it stick in the memory?
2: Does it have any place in your heart? Not the, as a football not, fan. Not the ones in the past. Not the ones in the past three, four World Cups. Like no. since I've been alive. Like not really. Like when I was looking at the older ones, you would feel more attached to it. I don't know why. I think they feel a bit more. They just feel a bit more simple. They feel
0: simpler. That's quite interesting. Yeah, that's interesting. As someone who's not grown up with them, the, the fact that you feel like that is quite interesting.
2: Yeah, they're just they're just simple to look at. Yeah, and they feel to me anyway. They may not be as refined and um, you know, like the Rush logo has loads of reasoning behind it. Maybe it doesn't have the reasoning. Maybe it's just a really simple graphic. Yeah, maybe it doesn't it mean all simple. that reasoning.
0: Yeah, it is. It's, it should be a simple game. Maybe it's. Yeah, I don't know. We're going we're getting a little deep but you know with all that the tactical stuff and the, and the, and the counter game and it's like nah football should be a simple yeah, yeah. I'm like, sounding like my dad now it's like <laughs> get, it the, get it in the net you know what I mean like, let's, let's have something good to watch and let's let's
1: just get Barry it. Fry back <laughs> managing
0: England.
2: but I mean even we'll the football boots problem. now with the kind of um, you know using the boots with kind of this built in sock and then like, it kind of goes yeah, oh. yeah. so. So, yeah. I'm sure there's sort of technical reasons as to why they're better boots, but the for example, like Ronaldo's silver foil vapours. Yeah, you no, know, I, I was chatting to my mate about this in the pub the other day, and it what started as a two minute thing ended up as a, an hour chat. We missed a Champions League match because we were just talking about. Boots. We just like. Do you remember these? And we just loaded them up. F uh, <laughs> fifty spiders. F fifty spiders. F fifty spiders. See that alone will make my dad. <laughs> <lech>. <laughs> <laughs> the
0: fact there's a boot with a name like that. Yes. No, yes. Do you remember them? The
2: black and white with like the netting. No. So I they don't had. Remember my dad would probably go. But it's
0: who's in them? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> these. Uh
1: I, 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 still don't know. And Again, I mean, you see, I don't, I
0: don't go that deep. I don't. Maybe it's so like
2: that, I don't know. I just don't get that the
0: obsession with the boot It's
2: like, yeah, oh, it's not that complex. Yeah, like, no, I, it's funny. it's I think because I played football for so many years, and like you, kind of, I don't know. Like I was, I don't know if it's a new thing, but I, like I always wanted a certain pair of boots mm-hmm. for like whatever player was wearing, and maybe like idolise them, like. The Ronaldinho, R10 ten ones, or whatever. But, yeah, like, yeah, but yeah. like, it just felt like you know, for me, like even my opinion, I think the design of boots. I'm like, I'll probably it slagged for it, but I think the design of boots is. I prefer the older ones. I don't know why that is, but
1: mm. I just. I like them. Well, it's weird, isn't it? Now because they, they obviously get the deals. Don't I mean? Maybe they always have the deals, but it's you know when when like Southampton will turn up and they're all wearing luminous lime and orange boots. There's a story actually that you just put back like, in my mind. The Holland '74
0: Adidas kit, which is the beautiful, simple orange. Let's have a look. Um, oh. So this is the story. So look at the uh, the, uh, the. So this is the 1974 uh, Johan Cruyff Slack like, Apex. That should have been Adidas. Is it that yeah, one? Yeah, Adidas. It anyway, it should have been. I believe that on Cruyff alone, he had two stripes because he was sponsored by Puma. Really? Yeah. And he wouldn't get on board with the Adidas thing, and because he was Cruyff. They let him yeah. wear two stripes. Can't believe that! Wow. wow, There's
2: a story for you. I did not know that one. See <laughs> <laughs> so these little moments, isn't it? These beautiful yeah. moments. And I had no yeah. idea.
0: You know, again, the research for the show that's brought that up for me. I just thought, oh my! Oh, it's a graphic right. alone, isn't it? An yeah, with just two black two stripes. stripes. That's it. Yeah. yeah. Imagine that. They wouldn't happen, would it? That wouldn't be allowed. Imagine, you know, you got. I don't know. Let's say Man United. I think they're sponsored by. Him. No, they've gone back to Adidas. Sorry. Right, Adidas. So, yeah. can you imagine them turning around and going, "Oh, we're signing Alexis Sanchez, but he's going to wear Reebok"? Oh, he's not going to wear a It wouldn't happen, would it? There's no way that a company of Adidas size would like that fly these days. No chance. It's kind of interesting, but yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah these, these things that people can kind of get away with. It's funny, isn't it? I'm trying to find him on the uh, on the sheet now to see the two-stripe. That's amazing story. Oh, is Oh, yeah, there he is, Captain. There you go. Yeah, Cruyff, right at the end, yeah. 14. You're on knife, yeah. yeah. Two-stripe. Interesting. So would Adidas have had to make a kit with two-stripes?
0: maybe yeah maybe oh imagine that that's, that's like rubbing their nose in it isn't, it isn't it just yeah <laughs> right well let's get on to the weird because like, you know that's the meat of this stuff yeah, yeah. I, thought, I mean we we sort of could go on forever but what sort of response have you had from the project itself have you been have you been uh, pleasantly surprised overwhelmed what's the feedback how do you feel about it uh, I, I mean
1: I'll let you do you want to answer yeah. that first? Mass-
2: massively overwhelmed yeah like, yeah like it's just been crazy and it's, everyone's been, it's had such a good response. And even like we were saying to so many people a message on Instagram saying, can we do a piece? I had one this, this morning. Oh, can we... I do a piece for the Iran national team? Really? Uh, oh, amazing. Nice. And like yeah. so many people want to do designs. Wow. And it's like, yeah, it's, it's just kind of, uh, we started off by thinking we'll get a few designs. We'll get a few designers hopefully to do some nice pieces. Trying to get as many—that's the the truth of it, isn't it? Trying to get as many coasters as possible. You might get a few, and now we're at the stage where we've got twenty amazing designs, and we and we've there's been so many people wanting to do them. Yeah, it's just like yeah, it's been crazy.
1: We've had so many more as well. It's yeah, so we it's so it's so tough because yeah, we really thought. I mean, I I did. We really thought that we'd struggle with, with the deadline that we had as well so, because it, it was, everything was everything's was everything been tight with this project. And now that we're on the arse end of it and, and the press that we've got from it, I realised that actually it was, it, it was the perfect way to do it because if we'd have had two more weeks, I mean, you know how des- designers are with, with a free project as well. Yeah. You'd still dick about and send it on the last day anyway. Of so, course, yeah. Um, it, but with this one, it was just... Yeah, I, I, I thought we'd struggle to get get the people that we wanted to get and yeah. that alone was was a testament I think to a, uh, the project being a success but but then it was like fuck we've actually got these amazing guys like yourself and you know we started getting more and more you, like you started getting really cocky and you were like <laughs> let, let, let's just start uh, I'm just going to ask like Sag I'm going to ask Hey Studio <laughs> but Hey Studio came back they were like yep sounds like a great <clears> idea <throat> you don't have a go yeah, yeah. You know,
2: I was just thinking let's just you know yeah, I did. I did get a bit cocky, and I was like, oh, yeah, fuck it, let's just email them. They might do it. Yeah. They might fucking do it. Probably but well not. played to you. Yeah. And uh, you know, Studio Hay in Barcelona, like they're amazing work, but it's oh, an yeah. amazing studio. And like, I emailed them, 20 minutes later, the, the creative director there was like, yeah, we'd love to do one. We're in. Yeah. And, it, and uh, two days later, the artwork was done, and it's a phenomenal. Well,
0: I think people recognise something that's heartfelt and that's genuine and it's at the moment, because yeah. they're not around... For that long and you, and you know we've all been you know picked up whatever creative review or got on the blog and seen an awesome project and wish we were a part of it so yeah i think if, you know i think if you care about football it's something that just grabs you immediately because a different slant on it as well
1: exactly yeah and like we really wanted to we, we were like desperate to target people from all around the world and completely different backgrounds and upbringings and things like that and mm. to be honest we we wanted to target people that may not even particularly care for football at all, but just would know something that was iconic or weird yeah. or, or stuck in their memory.
0: Have you got a have you got an instance and an example of someone who was that
1: who was not into football?
2: Yeah,
1: uh, yeah,
2: actually, who who wasn't Studio into football? Studio A went into football. Were they not? Not really. I mean, their their piece was interesting because myself included, like my inspiration, if I was doing that brief, would be. Um, a World Cup moment that I remembered, whether it be a goal or something iconic mm. like a like sedan headbutt, but their inspiration was completely graphical. Yeah. It was, we love the colours and the shape. That's right. That's true. And I thought that's really interesting because that's, uh, you know, they obviously enjoy the piece, but there is complete graphic design kind of look on it. What was the piece they came out with? It was the vuvuzelas that kind of built that oh, structure, almost that like molecular. History. Yeah. But it's like, they're such a strange shape but their piece is is um, testament to what they've been inspired by because it's like a structure yeah. and the composition's perfect like when it came in we were just like, like yeah. this isn't like just didn't expect it it was like a graphic yeah, yeah. design piece
1: they slammed that one down didn't <laughs> they uh, yeah. balls on the table kind of moment that yeah. was it really. Yeah, oh,
0: yeah. and I love the I love the fact that the there was obviously some appetite from Jack Renwick's studio because they oh, came back with yeah. four pieces. You can imagine the sort of <laughs> yeah. pigeons with a loaf of bread frenzy when that brief drops oh. among the football fans, which I hope is what's happened there. Because yeah. actually, their responses are fantastically conceptual. So the little winking emoji for the Ronaldo piece and uh, pff, wonderful. I mean, so, Jack,
1: yeah, Jack's work was brilliant. I really wanted to get her in because, uh, I, I, yeah, I, I really I love their work and I've known Jack a long time and. So she was someone, that, she was one of the first that was on my list. And uh, she was great. Like she asked some really, really good questions and just really kind of ground out a, mm-hmm. a, few, a few finer details in the brief. And I was thinking, like, I just don't know what she's going to come back with or what her studio is going to... And then they dropped those four and it was like, oh, fuck, this is great. <laughs> yeah. It was really good. Cause, and, and that's the beautiful thing because I, I wanted to get uh, people like the Yaza twins. Cause I think their work is fantastic yeah. and it, it's weird. And it, it suits the project and Dan Woodger, a really great illustrator. But then I really wanted to make sure that we got people that were like conceptual, that had really good ideas and, yeah. and see where they would take it as well. Yeah. Um, so that, that was good.
2: I mean, like your piece, I said to Gordon, the Roy Keane piece. Right. What I, no, what I loved about it was, because when I looked, I said to you, you know, it obviously illustrated really well, but also it feels, the typography and the way it's done feels spur of the moment which is Roy yeah. Keenan in that show yeah you know a bit of no. well yeah there's like somebody asked me oh, okay.
0: that. I showed it to a friend the other day and then I left a random K in there and what's the K mean I did not mean anything <laughs> I just the way it looked I pulled everything else from it apart from the stick it up your bollocks quote from for the listener when he walked out of the 2002 World Cup camp for Ireland telling Mick McCarthy to stick the World Cup up his bollocks <laughs> um, I just couldn't get away from that image of him walking his dog on the news after him I thought it was wonderful in the Deodora jumper yeah.
1: well this is why I just, I just I love it so much the Deodora like the brand in itself just wandering around it's just it's, yeah. my,
2: my flatmate was kind of asked me about his project yeah. Not really interested in graphic design, kind of. And um, I, sh- I showed him your piece. Mm. That was the one that I showed, and he and he said, All right, "Where do I buy the packs?" <laughs> <laughs> and he has never shown any interest in any piece of work or project that I've done. Brilliant. They say yeah, it's nice, but he take it in one ear or not the other. Because fair enough, he yeah. doesn't give a shit. Yeah.
1: that's fair enough.
2: But then he saw that, and he's just like, "I need to buy a pack." Has he bought them yet? Yeah, he's bought pack. Good lad. Yeah,
0: uh, Actually, awesome. I did have a couple of friends who, upon sending them, that, was straight on the website. My one one mate, was like, in the space of me sending an image and then following it up, he'd come back the way and just ordered mine, pal. Fantastic. <laughs> <Friends. laughs> his mum's mom, Irish and, you know, it's like, they just, <clears> just saw that and went, to go for that more money when a fucking
1: sums you up, you weird bastard. Yeah. <laughs> well, this is it, yeah. And it was brilliant. That's what I love about it. It's just these weird moments. You know, because you obviously have people that went for the iconic moments and, yeah. and that was great because you need that. But yeah, I wanted people like yourself that just just picked up on this, this yeah. mad bit that is just obviously hilarious yeah. and beautiful.
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it was really good. But I mean it's been a massive it, like our heads have been all over the shop because you know we really thought with the time that we had we'd struggle to get people alone let alone the press that we got and i, I think people are, are talking about now now that it's sort of it's growing every day it's growing every day we get something else i mean just it was weird that like earlier like today we we've been in the irish news Wow, we we're on okay. the front page of the Irish news. Well, the, the front website, the web page of the Irish news, um, which is insane. And then Yahoo Sport were talking about us today. Is that right?
0: Wow! Okay, is in, yeah. It's so really, gone off on the press
1: side of it. Yeah, and uh, just every day there's something more. So there was the first one to drop was design. <laughs> ever that? Oh yeah. That was I a, mean, I mean, that was a fucking. Daddy, let's be it? honest. <laughs> <laughs> Please, we had a website.
2: Ready to go. Okay, being designed had no hard work on it, and we thought, didn't we? We thought, I thought we'll do this in the next five days. Well, bloody going on holiday. I yeah, was yeah like, exactly. Yeah. And we'll we'll do all the pieces. We'll put them in these lovely primary colours that are the, you know, the kind of design the whole thing, and we'll get them up and we'll do bit by bit. We'll make sure it's perfect. The layout, you know, everything's going to be spot on. Gordon called me. <laughs> I went, you know that design week article, and I went, yeah he went, you know, I thought it'd be out in a few days. I went, yeah. He went, they have dropped it last night. <laughs> oh, and to be, to be completely way. honest, in a kind of space of about five hours, four hours, we it the together, website was yeah. done. And, yeah. and yeah. we had maybe 12 bits of artwork on there, 12 coasters. Wow. And it was just like, there was, I mean, we had thought about how it was going to look. We had the same aesthetic in our mind, didn't we? But it yeah. kind of just, thought on yeah. and done. And it was just like, what just happened?
1: It was it was unbelievable because we were I was, <coughs> I was getting a train down to Bath with with Cleo my girlfriend and it was all all booked in and we just it just someone Radim from brand new texted me this that that morning at like eight am and was like nice article where's my link like, oh, <laughs> uh, so yeah it, I just I found Cannon was like we we need to so I was just. Yeah. On the laptop, just trying to get stuff done, and mm. and Callum thankfully like stepped up to the do do a lot of the back end of the website shit that I had no <laughs> idea how to do. Sometimes
0: um, what you need,
1: yeah, yeah, it is, and yeah. we we both said that actually, it was like actually that because re- we could have kicked our heels a bit, and that's that yeah. part of the project, yeah. Mm-hmm. And because we had that that thing go live, it was yeah, it was the the kick we needed to just actually launch it properly and and start selling them
2: it was a just a blessing in disguise wasn't it yeah I, that's how i feel about it because it was just kind of a kick up the arse and four hours later it was live and then i work on it and it was just like it what's just like happened? what's I just, happened? just didn't know what happened that morning because it was i thought we had like i said like five or six days to refine this thing and yeah it's just funny how things happen and then that that was such yeah. a Pivotal part of the project, yeah. wasn't it? Because oh. it kind of just built itself.
1: Yeah, it, it built. It. Yeah, that's exactly right. It built itself, and that article just just stopped it. Just just kind of exploded it, really, and then yeah, yeah, grew it, helped it grow, and then from there, it, it's just been a roller coaster. Every day, we've we've had more and more press, and there's there's been people that have been tapping up from like the design world, going, "Come on." this is you, come on, look at all the people involved, come on, get involved with it. Um, and they've finally come back and done stuff. But whilst I've been doing that, we've been getting like mainstream press mm. emailing me directly going, can we be a part of this? Can we do this? Wow. Uh, uh, apart. And then we've got football press as well. Uh, so yeah, it, it's just been insane. And Crystal Fantastic. Palace, I contacted the Crystal Palace and they're talking to me at the moment about how to get involved. and. Wow. Adobe as well I should mention uh, I, I asked Adobe if they would mind getting involved to, to help fund the printing and the production of it and within a few days they were like yep mm. we've signed off we're going to help you out yeah. so so they're on board Adobe are on board which has been fantastic because a lot of the artists that we uh, have commissioned I suppose for this are Adobe influences. so it, it, it felt right that they would, would do something mm. like this and and thanks to One Mile End Brewery as well for for getting involved and helping that little that last stage of the project, that icing on the cake, helping actually get them out to pubs, distribute them to pubs all over London, uh, and and the right people as well. They're the right pubs that are going to be involved. So it, that that was a massive thing. So um, yeah, um, and
2: getting in pubs. That's the you know, yeah. that's the dream. Well, yeah. it's, it's the optimum thing, isn't it? Imagine yeah. that.
0: How how awesome is that? You know, thinking that this World Cup, it'll live forever in your memories. And yeah. so, if you know that, you know, right across London, people are going through all the emotions, no matter where they're from, what team they're behind. Where you know, it's like the idea that that's attached to these beer mats, and that's just just there. Yeah. What an awesome thing! And 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 going back to what we talked about with football beyond borders, the fact that actually a, a project that's come from your hearts, it's, it's yours. It's come from a place of passion, and it's not only supporting the great cause like that, but it's just, it's everywhere in people's eyes. I think that's just, you know, you've nailed it on every level, I think, and it's probably worth, worth, worth every, uh, every late night you've had, to, whether it's getting that website up, whether it's getting them press articles done, I would just say a massive congrats.
1: Thank you very much. Thank,
0: Thank you. I think I, just, I just think, you know, I hopefully let that be a lesson to every person out there who's letting them clients or that job Override their passions, and they're going to wrong We all have to make money. We all have to do them jobs, mm. but just spend those few hours for that project. Yeah. Would you agree with that?
2: Yeah, and, oh, definitely. That's me on the nutshell, isn't it? Yeah,
1: well, yeah, yeah, you've, yeah. I mean, you've done amazingly work. I, I think, yeah, it, that's exactly it. It, it. You've got to. It, it's all well and good working with clients and, and doing that stuff, but I think these sort of projects like this, they, they don't always come about, and it. And when it's a good idea when you know people are jumping on board with it mm. it's just about spending as much ma- yeah as much time yeah. as many late nights and you know we've both had late nights on yeah. this on this project and it, but it's all been worth it because every late night that we've had has then warranted in in something else happening and yeah. we've got uh, we can say this because it's going out next week we've got uh, quite a big feature in, in The Guardian actually wow, okay. uh, going live which is on Sunday and that 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 was neither none, none of us had put any work into that. That came direct. It was just like all oh, to show you. Yeah,
0: the people are picking of, yeah, up on the it. Power of people's mutual love of this stuff. Yeah,
2: Crazy. I was at the fucking London Zoo. <laughs> well I? No, yeah, I was meeting about the London Zoo. Oh yeah, you know, you yeah. Cool. And you were like Guardian just come in. I was like, wow. I mean, for me, like this is just like ridiculous. It's like deputy
1: editor of the Guardian's like, we love your project and. We want to do this piece on it for the oh, Sunday supplement.
0: Like, wow. yeah, so, that's fantastic,
3: isn't it? It's
0: bad, yeah, I mean, would it be fair to say if you could sort of just whiz back through time and hold this up, you know, to you in uh, in what was your first World
2: Cup? I've gone blank. Yeah, but the England. No, game, so yeah,
0: let's just say you before the England Germany or after the England Germany game, and you in '98, and just hold this up and go, look, oh, that's going to be you. Yeah. That'd blow your mind, wouldn't it? Yeah, it's
1: yeah. still blowing my mind. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 would, yeah, still blowing my mind. <laughs> yeah. This guy's just come out of uni, and, and I don't you've... know what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, it's,
2: uh, I'm <laughs> you know, I said to you
1: yesterday, I'm envious of you because, like, I'm envious, but I also, I'd, I'd love to know what's going on in your head right now. Because, I'm when I got, I said this before, like when I got my first piece of like edit, like editorial content in computer arts. I was like, my mind was going mad. But that was like one, one bit of work. This is like, yeah. Every yeah. day we're getting phone calls and emails from like, yeah, like Soccer Bible and and all, all these mad, mad places. What was the d- German yeah. website yesterday? And yeah. <laughs> German magazine came in and was just like, yeah, we, we want
2: to do a piece on it. And yeah. and I was like, okay. Yeah. But it's like that. Uh, I only graduated um, nine. Nine months ago, ten months ago. Yeah. So I've never had any of my work in press. So this is quite literally odd, Yeah, it's it? Yeah, it's, it's, so, it's yeah. so weird. And I, mean, I, haven't <laughs> e- I said to you the other day, Like I haven't even had a chance to like even digest like, an article or a bit of press because, to be honest, every time one's come in and I'm just starting getting excited about it, another one comes in. Another one and comes it, in. And that is the truth of it. And it's just more questions. And it's just like, for me, it's just been a complete splurge. Yeah
1: it's been insane and I I think you know it's uh, when you see an ad that you've done in a newspaper uh, which I've done thankfully quite a lot uh, there's you you have a certain amount of pride over it because you've created that ad you've had some part in creating that Mm. you're part of a team and you've done it together and and you're just like this is brilliant but excuse me when you've you've actually got (laughs) It's like a piece, yeah, a piece in a paper that, yeah, is totally like a project that's come, well, it's, come it's together. Almost
0: isn't it? You know, yeah. not that you create on behalf of someone. That's, again, that's awesome, But right, fuck, you know, but, you know it's, yeah, this is your project created by you, finished by you from start, you know, start to mm-hmm. end.
1: And it's, it's it's mad because we really just did not didn't think any of this. And even Jasper from uh, Football Beyond on board, as he said yesterday. He said. You know, we we get quite a lot of people who've got (laughs) half-cocked ideas, and I just kind of thought, he said, I kind of thought that um, it'd just be another one of those, we might see 50 quid from it. And then he said, it's been relentless, you guys have been relentless. Like, every day, I'm having to do stuff, I'm having to speak to journalists, (laughs) I'm having to do shit. uh, And that's when I was like, I need to pay attention here, because this is going somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. and, and he
2: did. was so honest,
0: awesome, wasn't he, about that massive <laughs> congratulations? And Thank you, I mate. implore everyone who's listening to this, to head over to weirdworldcup.com and pick up their pack of beer mats. Yeah, because it's wonderful, and I'm in it. <laughs> <And> yeah, <laughs> but no, no, in all seriousness, I do I think it's awesome. Awesome calls, like a fantastic personal project. Go and support mm-hmm. it, by your beer mats, and, yeah. and um, let's hope they're going to be splashed out all over the city uh, on Bonn catching them tears from England fans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or just utter apathy. Just a ghostly memory of you know, apathy. The untouched, just... Yeah. Yeah, it happened
1: again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's left me again. Yeah. <laughs> She's left me again. She's gone. Yeah. I better, yeah, they'll be in all sorts of pubs all over London for the World Cup and it looks like some of the pubs will be selling them as well. Wow. Um, that's amazing. Yeah, it, it's really good. So, yeah I mean for me I, I just wanted to say thanks to thanks to everyone who's been in, involved really mm. because to to give your time to something like that to a, a, a silly idea that we've had is 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 really like commendable and some of the yeah. people that we've had involved I just yeah like it's a, it's a big thing and now that I've gone down and, and seen the charity and seen the work and and we're going to meet the kids and we're going to you know play football with them and stuff I realise how how much more important this is so every, every time we get a sale in and every time we get a bit of press it's, it's great for us but I know that bit of press will then result in more sales mm. and it'll go to more money to that charity and uh, which they need which they yeah. need to be doing a good thing and so it's yeah just I just have to say thanks to thanks to everyone who's got involved and supported it really and Adobe and and the breweries, and it's just, yeah, it's, it's gone, yeah, it's unexpected, uh, <laughs> but it's been fantastic.
2: I'd second that, nailed it completely overwhelmed. And yeah, for, for artists and creatives to have a few days to design an artwork is you know asking a lot, and for them to come back and do that mm. has built the project itself mm. and it's made our jobs really easy as well, Yes. Yeah. We haven't had to chase anyone, it's all just been completely um, driven, every, every creative wants to do you know, a yeah. piece of artwork, work and
3: yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah that's true, yeah, we, we literally haven't had to chase no. anyone, like, no. everyone's just gone <laughs> the deadline. <devil> <laughs> I think we all knew we were onto a good
0: thing to be quite yeah. honest, I was, like I said to you when you first told me, everything's gone on the back burner now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you did yeah. say that yeah. you know if I, I never thought I'd get a chance to join Roy Keane knocking his dog so that's why it's worth dropping everything just like Roy just like Roy yeah <laughs> just shove it up your bollocks yeah. brilliant well thanks fellas right. and uh, congrats again
1: thank yes. you mate thanks very much for, for yeah taking the time out Thank you so much for listening. Thank you
0: to Gordon and Callum from Weird World Cup Project. Go and check them out on their own website see what they're doing. And most importantly, head over to weirdworldcup.com and buy your pack of 20 beer mats for a fiver. You can't go wrong. Awesome project. All these great design studios in there. We've got uh, show alumni Jack Renwick Studio putting four separate designs, which is incredible. We've got brand new in there. Um, such a totally bunch of people and such a range of angles on the project. And I hope you enjoyed the big admittedly tangential, all-over-the-place shambolic uh, discussion about visual culture and football, but we sort of got there in the end. I think we missed a few stuff. Uh, just some thoughts on things that, in another world, I might have covered if we could have held it together. Um, Valderrama, Zidane's ball patch, um, various mullets, Frank Reichard spitting, 1990 World Cup, Um that could go on. Gaza's head going. World in motion, which we did get, you know, we did get to talking about the video, but it kind of slipped our minds. Um, anyway, I hope you enjoyed it. It's a weird episode. It's a shambles, but I loved it and I had a lot of fun and hope you did too. So thank you guys. Cheers for listening. I really do appreciate it. Please do go and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, share the word, drop us a little review. Hit us up with your own moments, your pictures, your videos, whatever it is you want to throw our way. If it's World Cup related or relating to any previous shows or forthcoming guests, then Please do, or just a random creative thread. You know what you like a tangent on this show. At Arrest Dominics on, on all the social platforms. Cheers to everyone involved on this great project. Um, and go and have a look at Football Beyond Board. It's a wonderful charity doing great work, as you would have heard on the show. So cheers, guys. Have a fantastic creative week. I hope you're good. Or just have a breather if that's what you need. We all need to rest sometimes because we fry our tiny minds in this crazy business. Cheers. And don't forget, please, to go and check out the World Illustration Awards. Um, fantastic job over 200 pieces in it this year the whole shortlist down at Somerset House for free free until 20th of June it's on so please do that. It's well worth going out of your way to check. It's a very exciting time for the illustration industry in 2018 as things get more and more visual in the world that we live in. So cheers, guys. Thanks to the sponsors, Association of Illustrators, illustrationweb.com, heartinternet.co.uk, and the wonderful Real Junk Food Manchester, feeding bellies, not bins. Have an awesome week. Thank you so much. Take care, guys. Have a nice one.